0: Yeah. Right. So yeah, sweet man, we're good to go. We'll uh, we'll crack on and see where it goes uh, today. So obviously, thanks for coming on to the show. Um, I I'm a sucker because I literally don't know how to pronounce your fucking name, dude. I don't. I was gonna say yeah. that. Yeah, Javier. Uh, and, yeah. it's, it's, it's close, it's Javier, yeah oh, damn. I, I listened to a few podcasts The one he was on with Aaron And I was like, well I'm going to fucking remember how to say it And then all day <laughs> I've been speaking to someone at work And we're like, oh yeah, Javier J- Xavier, and I was like, it's not that It's not that dude, and I'm like, fuck And then, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I thought If I just say it, I'm going to balls it up So it's best just <laughs> to ask it, ask the man himself You
1: yeah, know, it's Javier But no, it, it's uh, I also get a lot of Xavier's over here In the States Oh really? Yeah, and I always just tell them I'm not, you know, I'm not bald yet, you know, I don't have my powers. (laughs) And sometimes they get it, sometimes they just look at me like I'm crazy. But
0: why do they put an X in?
1: Why do they put an X in? I
0: don't
1: know. Xavier, maybe it's just easier to pronounce.
0: Well, um, yeah, I would say it's just Americans, but I don't want to offend. Half my audience is American now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. so, so, dude, what's been what's been happening today? I mean, we, we've been chatting, and you said to me that you nearly busted yourself before we even get into anything else. You know what what happened?
1: Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm a stonemason. That's my trade. Mm. Um, I I co own a business with my father, so it's like a family business. Awesome. And it's like literally three of us. Uh, you know, today I had a helper, so that was good. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just moving some wood for a customer because we had some like tornado-like winds, you know, 100 mile winds in the mountains this past week. Damn. And a lot of pine trees got knocked down, so we had we've been doing some lumber work hmm. on the side from the stone. And I was moving a log up the side of the mountain because I work in Evergreen, Colorado. Beautiful place. Nice. And uh. I just, you know, I got the wrong footing and I, my, one of my feet went on my ankle. It just kind of clicked because it kind of got caught between two rocks because I was trying to have stable footing, you know. So I, and then the other one, and then the rest of my foot got hit by the giant chunk of wood I was carrying. So I have like a softball size lump on my like actual leg and then like a baseball one on my ankle it's pretty bruised i'll put some ice on it i did work the rest of the day because it's like we are a small business you know yeah yeah and then and then the breaks are coming up so might as well keep the customers happy happy the 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 money keeps on flowing that's cool well you yeah that's what that's what i was in the group chat today and they're like man stonemason life y'all are hardcore (laughs) And I just yeah. said rock and stone, you know, because that's one of my favorite phrases from one of my, a video game called Deep Rock. We play these oh. dwarves that just
0: mine. Well, that's so. the way to do it, man. That's the way to fucking do it. So, what do you actually do with um? I don't know what stone masonry is, but what do you? What do you do with your business in particular? We do well. We do it basically all, but we try
1: to specifically do work with natural stone and veneer. Oh, nice. Uh, and we build uh, whole mansions, just the three of us. Our first one uh, was a project called the Grateful Manor. And it's actually where the doctor for the Grateful Dead lived, the guy that prescribed them everything. Oh, really? So, so, yeah, so that was our, our first project. And we put a 40-ton of stone on the floors. The floors are all stone. And about 40-ton of veneer on the walls. Of This Colorado oh. buff fin veneer, it's like super shiny white brownish rock. It's beautiful, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For three guys, man. <laughs> you know, so it's a it's quite an undertaking, but it's better than art college. My original plan was to go to art college, and that was going to be like a hundred thousand grand a year, and it was four years. The way I see it, I'm still making art.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I, I mean, in in this well, in the UK, I mean, we don't well, we obviously do have stonemasons over here, but uh it's it's mostly people like on gravestones and things like that it's not much architectural type stuff yeah. there's, a, there's a few people who do like veneer work uh, like kitchen tops granite tops and stuff like that you know but it's, yeah it's, it's it's incredible really dude
1: yeah no we, yeah. we actually like for one of our customers he's he's kind of ex- eccentric you know mm. so he's like would you guys be able to take a giant boulder and make me a bathtub and my dad looked him in the eye, and he's like, challenge accepted. And now he has a bathtub made out of a giant boulder. We just well, took a giant that, boulder. Yeah, we cut, cut, that cut wow. it out. Just, just a Colorado giant boulder. We like, It was like, I don't remember how much it weighed before, but, you know, we hollowed it out, made all the drainage holes, uh, smoothed the inside. Wow. Now the guy just has a, a bathtub that we made. So, so yeah, if you, you know, I feel like I'm making art.
0: It was worth wow. it. That's some bespoke shit, man. That's, that's like proper custom. Not many people can say they've got shit like that in the house.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> no, well, and this guy, this guy's like like, uh, you know, I won't mention his name, but he's like, a, he's one of the big heads of Western Union right now. And he used to be a, a, a Supreme Court judge. And he has like two, three things out of Harvard. You know, he, he's like, like he's like a big shot guy, but he's super nice. Um, That's, that's actually where I was working today. You was know? it? Yeah, he's he's one of those people that we go out of our way for. We also get those customers that aren't so nice. Yeah. And, you... and I hate to call out the world, but they're usually from South Africa, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> really? I don't know why. Yeah, they, they have like a, a summer home over here, and they want some work, and then they treat you like shit, and then they expect you to want to do more work for them. You're like, no, that's not how it works.
0: God, you know? bloody South Africans.
1: But, you know, and I hate to call them out. I hate, I hate to do it, but in my experience, you know, that's how it's been.
0: Oh, it's, 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 the, it's the way, it's though, man. You know, every walk of life, you get fucking types of people. And some are just entitled assholes. You know. Yeah. Which is yeah. just shit. Yeah. What, what, can, what can you do? You know.
1: Yeah, no, man. And I, I know plenty of, you know, I'm Hispanic, so I know plenty of Hispanic ones that are the same. So you're right. Mm. All, all types everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm from the UK, mate, but there's fucking full of them. Full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone, everyone's everyone's thinks they're entitled to something. Oh, and by the way, if everyone thinks that it sounds like I'm dying, it's because I'm coming over a cold. And... Uh, yeah, because I'm hardcore. I just carried on anyway, even though I've been oh, bitching wow. about it. I've been bitching about it all week at work. And then when you said you nearly broke your fucking ankle, I kind of feel like a, pus- <laughs> I feel like a pussy now. Because all, all week at work, I've been like, Ugh. oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'll be all right. And then I come speak yeah. to you and you're like, oh, yeah, just fucking stone nearly crushed my leg. And the wood did crush my leg. And, oh, sorry, <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I got home and my mom's like, "You finished the day working like that?" I'm like, "Yeah, technically my leg should have snapped in two places, but it didn't. So I figured I'd keep working." Yes, and she's win. like, "She's like, I'm proud of you. You're growing up."
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, fuck well, like, it. What what's more of growing up is there to do? What's what next? I'm
1: saying, you know, I'm 28 and I got three kids, and I guess I'm barely growing up. God. Three kids.
0: <laughs> three kids. Yeah.
1: There you go tomorrow's actually one of my my middle child's birthday she's turning six
0: six years oh nice
1: my oldest is seven and then I have a three year old that turns four next year
0: wow that's an idea like no
1: <laughs> it's it's you know um, my props to like people that have kids later in their life because i mean I'm young and i don't know how they do it i don't know how to do it i'm tired you know when I'm, <laughs> but but you got to you gotta like you know, you gotta like do the spare bomb like Goku. Just ask for people's energy.
0: Uh, I think that's it, man. we just kind of just. Have to, I think it's one of those things you have to do. You have to get on with. So you just do. No, but you know, it, it's
1: a choice. Like you know, it's a, it's a choice because you have to do it, but you don't have to do it happily. Yeah. You could be pit- go out about it pissed off and have a horrible time doing it. Or you could look for that silver lining and say, Hey, we're having a good time.
0: Oh, I don't know about that, man. I'm fucking 33 years old, and the thought of that is, oh, god. <laughs> the thought of doing that is just like, no, I'd rather just let you fucking cry you know, in bed. And even, and
1: even now, like I, I have like a very morbid mind, so I leave like a lot of Easter eggs on 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 the show I do for them in case when I when I whenever my time comes, they can go back and and listen to me and you know be like, oh, he did care. He wasn't just trying to hang out with the boys every Thursday. <laughs>
0: So, so let's go let's go on about your podcast for a bit dude because obviously i want to make sure you get uh, some time to chat about what you do because i've listened to it it's um is it nerd, nerd talk plus isn't it
1: yeah it's nerd talk plus
0: um, with the plus sign
1: yeah disney disney copied us man you know, I should, <laughs> i should bring that up i should look up dates and stuff huh
0: oh absolutely
1: <laughs> no that's a i would never that, that mouse is thanos we're not gonna mess with the mouse
0: Oh, you'll never win against that come mate. You'll never win.
1: never. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, yeah, it's Nerd Talk Plus. It's a show I host with two other close friends, Jordan and Jose. And we just, we talk about games, movies, gaming news. Uh, We do uh, another one called Game Club, where I usually stream the game. Or people can send in their questions and stuff, and we just talk about the game at the end of the month or whenever we put it out. Oh, nice. And, yeah, we're, we're working on some more stuff. But, yeah, it's just mostly nerdy stuff.
0: Well, that's good, because uh, uh, I'm, I'm not really the nerdy type person. You know, like, I've, I've, uh, I when when I was doing my research and, like, the, listening to you on, on the shows and that, I thought, shit, man, I've, I don't even play any computer games anymore. You know, I don't play anything. But... I remember how much of a big part they were in my life growing up. And I thought, well, at least I can talk to him about that. You know, we can chat about some of the games that, you know, really defined my generation probably yours as well. Cause you're only a little bit younger than me. Yeah. Um, and, and, or I'm going to sound like a proper old bastard going like, Ooh, <laughs> back, back in my No, generation. man,
1: I, pl- <laughs> I play it all. I, I, I never understand people that are like, oh man, it has to be 60 frames per second, 120 Hertz. You know, <laughs> PC Master Race. And I'm like, we grew up playing Nintendo and oh, Sega, no. like 8-bit games. What are you talking about?
0: Nintendo like, was my jam, man. Yeah. Oh, so I, my was definitely Mario, without a fucking doubt. Mario, Super Mario World, stuff like that was me. I, yeah, I grew Super up Mario there, World's I, amazing. I grew up in a house with two brothers and a sister. And my, well, my parents could only really afford the one Super Nintendo for like three of us to play on. So when I got my go, I was like, fucking hell, man, this is it. I'm going to play. And it was like the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) And um, when I was, God, we're probably going back about 10 years now. I thought, you know what, I'm going to buy a SNES again. I'm going to do it again and play Mario. It literally didn't lose any of the love over all them years. I played it again and I was like this is it man this is better than any <laughs> shit i've played before this is fucking so cool but you know, i like to get immersed in a game i got a bit <clears throat> excuse me i got a bit silly when it comes to games uh i know when you spoke with uh aaron on the speakeasy and you spoke about skyrim and stuff oh my fucking god yeah skyrim man S- skyrim's deadly for me I everybody mean, lost
1: I- a little bit of life to skyrim
0: I lost too much of my life. I I used to finish work. I used to work at 6 a.m. till 2 in the afternoon. And my ex-wife now, she used to come home at like half five. So it was like I had from two till half five to play on Skyrim. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to do that. Except it turned into every fucking day. And then it would be when she went to bed, I'll do it again. Play some more. And then before I knew it, I was like, I've racked up 96 hours. (laughs) <laughs> on this fucking game and it's like wow that's a lot and then i'm speaking to other people and they're like oh yeah i'm on the 120 something i'm like what the fuck are we doing with our lives
1: and i got all the achievements in skyrim i went out of my way i, I probably lost close to a thousand hours in it man what yeah <laughs> i i play a lot of games <laughs> especially back then you know uh back then uh, like i mentioned to you before uh I, I, there, there was like a two-year stunt where I was like in Mexico trying to do the right thing and come over here the right way.
0: Mm.
1: And and like it, it was alcohol and Skyrim. You
0: know, oh. <laughs> got the worst combo. It's not, not the worst, the worst combo.
1: combo, but it, w- it definitely didn't help because maybe it didn't help me get out of that that feeling of hopelessness.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. You know?
1: but 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 it kept me in that fantasy world to where. Uh, I wouldn't self harm or anything, cause I, you know, in my teenage years, I I was into stuff like that.
0: Oh, uh, sure, yeah.
1: So Skyrim, it it I could say it kind of saved my life. That and Mass Effect, I put a lot of time into Mass Effect too.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. I I think it's such a weird thing how games can actually have an effect, like like that. You know, like you say with um with Skyrim saving your life and that. It, it, it's such a I th- I think people don't quite understand it. When, like, sometimes it's good to get out of the real world for a bit. It's good to be, you know, in that fantasy land. Because, like, Skyrim, I loved it. And I clocked up so many fucking hours. And the problem is, and I to this day, I just just wish I was a bit more tech savvy. I had an old Xbox 360 um, thing. I don't know if it had a memory card in it or an external memory, or if it was just internal. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to bore you with a boring story now because you got me onto it. <laughs> oh no! I and, love uh, these. And, no. and and I and, and I was like, okay. And I put, and I clocked up, like I said, hundred, nearly hundred, nearly a couple of hundred. Not like you, but enough, where I put loads of time into it. And I split up with my wife. Well, she decided to fuck off at the time, so we we split up and divorced and all that crap. And I was like, I've still got Skyrim. Yes, so I carried on playing Skyrim. and I loved it. I had all my Daedric armor. I was the fucking dog <laughs> bollocks. I I was I was the king, man. I was like I was like, you want to come into this shit? I'm gonna fucking take you on, and I was loving it. And then all of a sudden, fucking my stupid fucking brother, he he decided to buy. I think it's the. Oh, I'm not good with consoles. What's the next one after 360? Uh, Xbox the Xbox one, one, yeah, the one. That's it. So he's bought the Xbox One, and got fucking GTA 5 on it, and I'm watching it like, what the fuck? I want a bit of GTA 5. I never played GTA 4. I was Vice City San Andreas, like back yeah. at PS3, PS3 type times. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This looks awesome. I want to play this right now. And I kept watching my brother play it and it just looked phenomenal. And I was like, I, I want to fucking play that now. So I went onto to the 360, bought it for 360 and it said you needed so much memory to play it. So yeah. silly, silly bollocks here. Thought, right, i got to clear this memory. And I click on, and Skyrim's sitting there in all its whatever gig of memory holding up on the Xbox. And I was like, do you know what? It's time to let this go. Let's fucking do it. So I wiped it all off my fucking 360, only for it to still be like four gig less to run GTA oh. 5. So I was like, I literally had nothing on my 360, and I couldn't run GTA 4 or GTA 5, whatever it was. And I was like, what? What the fuck? I, and yeah. I was like, I, know. You know, I, can, Gutted.
1: I can definitely relate to that because I have like 18 terabytes on my Xbox Series X right now. 18 terabytes? Yeah. At that point, a lot of people are like, why don't you just get a PC? And I'm like, because I don't want to. I have my Alienware that I use for recording, but, you know, I, I love my Xbox. I love Game Pass. I, lo- I own actually the majority of the games, but I love Game Pass. Uh, I change the game. You know, you get new games day and date and they're free you're paying like 10 bucks a month basically and you play them you delete them but yeah memory is definitely a problem now because like if you're playing call of duty that's like 100 hundred, hundred plus gigabyte updates call of duty gets every so often
0: wow
1: and it gets to the point i think like the last call of duty was taking like 400 gigabytes on people's consoles and God, that's a lot man. of chunk of change you know you gotta love call of duty to do that
0: <laughs> yeah, to to right saying that about call of duty to, um, my um, um I, I, if i get the terminology wrong i do apologize like i said i'm not a gamer at all i'm just one of these people who try i feel like an old man trying to get in on the you know with the young kids uh, but not in that weird way and um
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello <fellow> children <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. hello children what are we playing today and uh, so it, well, i used to work in a factory and it, it was full of like 18 19 year olds and they were like loving uh, what's that fucking called? Is it called of Duty Warf- Is it Warfare or something where you can all? Yeah, Warzone. That's the one. Well, um, so it's like so, and I was like, wow, I want to play that. And then I tried to load it up on my PS4, and it, it needed like a million gig or something. And I was like, oh fuck this, I'm not going to load this up because, like a lot of my fans know, I record with a cell phone signal in the middle of a field in a caravan. You know, I don't have an internet connection running in, you know, a, a hardwired internet connection. I've got a really crappy, just, uh, you know, in the yeah. sky connection. So that would have taken me fucking ages and ages to get it downloaded. So I asked my missus, I said, can you take that PS4 and get it like loaded up at your mum's house with uh, this Warzone? Because I want to play it. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So I get it back home and, you know, even though I've I've only waited a couple of weeks... All of a sudden, it needs another couple of fucking 100 gig of an update. So I've sat there and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait to get it done. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This cannot be that good. Only for them, in January this year, I got COVID. I fucking, I I got COVID in like January the 10th. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do for 10 days in my house now? And I thought, right, let's download it. Let's, let's get this fucking Warzone started. And I loaded it all up and i began to play it and i don't need to tell you dude on a mobile phone signal trying to play with however many people there are in them games it was like glitch central and it was just like and it was uh, it was was lagging like anything and i was like ah my death looked good i suppose (laughs) you know the, the parachute looked good at the beginning and i was like oh fuck's sake so yeah i think it's all just against me to play games
1: yeah, no, no, that's definitely a topic we usually cover a lot Ooh. because I, I, me and me and my co-host Jordan are always arguing. He always defends physical media. All right. And I, and I collect physical media too, but you know, like I said, I just store it in hard drives. But I am spoiled. I have like a gig connection. You know, I, you, I could have my whole family over. I'm not gonna worry about my game lagging. And. I don't think about it that way because I'm I am I'm, I'm in the city even though I mm. work out of it. But I, when we do talk about it, I'm like it is going digital because like now they have um like you don't even need an Xbox to play the Xbox games anymore. You know, you buy Game Pass Ultimate, fifteen bucks a month, you got more than a hundred games you can play from the cloud, if, if your connection allows it though. So
0: where'd you where'd you play them on though?
1: On your phone, on your tablet on anything that allows the app to install
0: what the fuck? hang on i think i've i think i've got xbox something on my phone that come with it xbox oh xbox game pass on my phone oh yeah gosh. and then
1: and, and then you, <laughs> i think the, the other one's like cloud gaming but um yeah no i'm like it's it's the future because it's like like you were saying just downloading for you was like an experience
0: yeah, yeah man. so
1: I- imagine a future where even if it is a cell phone signal you can get a decent game by just streaming it th- like the way you do netflix you know I-, I say give it a couple years and that's the future i mean what's easier to let people rent a game and let them think they own it because you don't really own a digital game you have a license to play it mm. it's it's not yours if it's not in your hands i always agree with that you know which is a weird thing. There's like all this stuff going on about that. You know, there's like legislation they're trying to get passed over, um, being able to inherit digital goods, you know, like, so if I died, I could be like my kids get my 18 terabytes and they would have complete access. Yeah. I I need to read up more on it, but I thought it was interesting that they're trying to develop things like that now. Uh, so that'd be cool. I, I
0: think they need to really, they need to, they need to keep up with it really. If it's if more stuffs going digital, then it needs to be put into legislation.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree because if we don't if we don't know it, it's a profit right for you know
0: well, like yeah, 100% taking advantage almost, of. Yeah.
1: Especially yeah. since like a lot of guy uh, like Ubisoft right now is uh or or Ubisoft depending on how you want to pronounce it is getting into like the NFTs and stuff, and they're mm. trying to put like NFTs in games. I'm like, oh, oh my maybe? god, just yeah, it's not cool. They're like. For example, uh, they had one where you had to play Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is like a decent game when you play with your friends. You know, you could like you're like stealth action, third person, um, yeah. realistic shooting because it's Tom Clancy. So if you shoot someone in the head, they're going down. It's not like a, sh- a normal shooter where you got to like take a shield down and then take them down. <laughs> and they wanted you to play 600 hours of this game. Just to have the right to own the item or even be able to purchase it. And I'm like, I'm not, I wouldn't even consider putting that much time into Ghost Recon.
0: I'm like, who's putting no. 600 hours into Ghost Recon? <laughs> not me. You know? <laughs> uh, like, and, what, and, what, and what was you gaining out of that? What are they giving you? They're giving you these fancy pants and a, like a helmet. Wow. I want like skins that- or.
1: Yeah, it's, like, digital skins, but they're, like, on the blockchain, I guess. Fuck
0: sake. Are they unique to each person, or...?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know how it works, but I I know I don't like it, and there's been a lot of articles (laughs) where a lot of the developers are like, we don't like it either, I don't know why they're doing it, but...
0: It's one of those buzzwords at the moment, isn't it? Everyone gets excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody... Everything's NFT at the moment. Everything's this, everything's that. And it's like, okay, dude, you know, should we, should we figure out what we've got to begin with before we start fucking, you know, like making p- internet pictures and people are just copying and pasting them and owning them anyway. And, and <laughs> little, you know, kids are becoming millionaires for doing fuck all. And there's me grafting every day, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I feel
0: you. <laughs> I feel you, man. It's, uh, it, it's, it, it's a weird world we live in dude you know so so what was what was your game then mine's Mario like I said mine's Mario and apart from that fucking maybe Donkey Kong back in the day but what what got you into it all what started you off
1: I think it was just Super Mario Brothers
0: that my uncle
1: had you know and so I went from that and then eventually he got a Game Boy Color that he would let me use when I was old enough and then you know, my parents told me, "You do good in school, we'll we'll get you a system." So I worked my butt off, and I got like a Student of the Month award Damn. For, for one of the months, and they got me a
0: '64 for Christmas. You know. Oh, do you know, it's one of them things. Like my my family weren't particularly uh, weren't particularly well off, but they weren't poor by any means. And my I remember my brother buying a um. Oh, uh, what are they call? What was the? What is it? A Game Boy, original Game Boy, the grey one yeah. that sits in your hand. Yeah. He yeah, the bought Game one Boy. of the, He bought one of them the day the day it came out, and it cost twenty two pounds, which is probably like thirty four dollars or thirty two dollars in now you know, like if we're talking nowadays. And I was like, what the? And it was like the most expensive thing he'd ever bought. It was like the most pinnacle entertainment thing in the world. And I remember picking it up like this is the future and i was playing tetris on this like weird green and gray screen like god nothing's gonna get better than this and then <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just crazy man isn't it? it's just really, really i had hell.
1: a i had a similar experience like that where i was also playing tetris but i was playing tetris effect on a, I guess you would call a meta a meta quest now but it's an oculus quest too all oh, right and just you know playing in vr i'm like man this is that next level
0: but that, that that VR stuff fucking froze me, man. Because my I, I have a very good friend. Well, I say very good friend. I ain't spoke to the cunt for fucking years now. But yeah, a very good friend at the time. I went round his house. We had a couple of beers and that. And he was like, "Dude, put this headset on." So I put the headset on, and he was like, "Just just let it run its course." And it was like a dark room, and I'm looking round, and it was like it was a jump scare type. It was one of those jump scare type yeah. things. And I was like, I was like, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. And I was like, but that's not really realistic you know i could tell i was not really there and then one of my pals got one of the newer ones is it called the rift or rift or something yeah, like that yeah and, the rift and he was like "Oh, try this so i tried it with the he- headphones with the uh, the headset on and everything and it was like fully immersive and i was like okay okay this is pretty fucking cool and he said just try this out and it's like a basic roller coaster ride or something and all of a sudden, I was fucking feeling queasy. I was like, "Whoa, dude, I could literally." And he was like, "Stand up." And I was like, "What?" And he sh- and you stand up, and the character in the thing stands up, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "What?" And you're moving your hands about. And it's like, okay, okay, this is fucked up. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs>
1: know, I I play a a lot of Population One with my friends. It's like a battle. It's like a Warzone type game, except well, in the person.
0: Well, in that oculus rift thing,
1: yeah, the oculus quest, and,
0: oh and, fuck uh, that dude,
1: come on and, and it's like but the the gimmick is you can climb anything, so you could just like, as long as you're like clawing your hands up, you could climb up these giant skyscrapers, jump down, <laughs> spread your arms open, and then you're flying, and you got a shotgun in your hand and you're trying to shoot a person under you. <laughs> and it's the wildest thing, man. It's like my little brain could not imagine that when I got that sixty four you know, like, I, like playing Eye.
0: My mind. that's it, man, playing Goldeneye on the 64 and now you're fucking flying through skyscrapers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's crazy. Or like most think... recently uh, we gotten into Damio, which oh, is basically that? super simplified D&D where you're just trying to clear a dungeon and get to the end and clear the main boss.
0: Oh, right.
1: but, you know, you pick a class and they have certain attacks and you get cards. But that's always fun, and you're drinking, and, like, it even feels like alcohol hits you harder when you're playing in VR. I don't know what, what it does to your body, because you take that, you're like, you don't you don't feel buzzed, and then you take the headset off, and you're like, whoa, I'm kind of drunk right now, and you just kind of got to sit there, you know? So I feel like, as cool as it is, it's probably not very good for the body or your mind, it, maybe to get in,
0: sucked into it, but... That's what I was thinking, like, in terms of, like, because, you know, I, I like a beer and, you know, and I like a smoke as well, like, if we're going to, you know, do, do some weed and stuff, and I think, God, what's it going to be like if I've had a couple of beers and then go in, go in VR or, you know, plug in the, as such, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know, man, that's fucking, I can't, I can barely handle the real world most of the time. <laughs> And
1: and it's crazy because you would think it'd be like a dead community, but like in communities like VR Chat, which is a free downloadable game that you don't even need a, a VR set for, you could play on 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 your computer, you know. And there's a lot of people who on Friday night will plug in and go to the VR Chat bar and just hang out and drink at their house and pretend they're drinking at the bar, you know. And, I'm not going to lie. I've partaken on some drunken karaoke nights. There's a giant karaoke room where it <laughs> plays all the songs. But it's like weird because you got 30-year-olds singing with 60-year-olds singing with eight-year-olds. And we're all singing, you know, some Prince. And like, you know, like a lot of these people are inebriated. But, you know, the other half are like eight-year-olds. so They're not going to be drinking. So you're like, where are the parents? <laughs> so I mean, my kids are asleep. Where are your parents? What's your time zone, you know? So it just. It's it's a weird place.
0: You know, that's that's what I was going to ask, man. Like with, with things like that, you know, like you say it's VR chat room, and I, I take it you're actually you're, you're walking around in virtual reality, yeah. In, yeah, you know, yeah, virtual, you, yeah. Th-
1: there's like different environments you can go to. So
0: explore. like like part of me, in my sensible head, I'd be thinking like that's not real social interaction because you're not actually there. But a part of me as well is kind of saying, well, you are actually you're conversing more than you would do if you you were just text typing like we did back in the day when you was in chat rooms and people was texting because you're actually at least you're talking and you're interacting a bit more, I don't don't know man, because the way I see it is like I don't want society to slip into this weird technical era where no one can have a conversation anymore, that's what I like about, you know this is what what pushes me to do the podcast because I want to talk to people about weird crazy shit in life you know, I don't think I, I don't know man I don't know it spins me out because I, I sit so on the fence with it and I think is it going to take over in a good way or a bad way yeah or is it there, is or, the, is there gonna, or is it going to be good and bad at the same time you know like there always is
1: well Zuckerberg's at the head of it now so it's probably going to be like a really messed up version of player ready one you know
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's <laughs> you, it man
1: <laughs> you can't really trust Zuckerberg you know
0: Can't trust him fuck all.
1: He's probably listening right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course course he is. He's got nothing better to do. Uh,
1: But I just, you know, it it can be scary because I feel like uh, I was quite the opposite. You know, have you said you had siblings and you guys had the console and you had that experience when it was finally your turn? Mm. Um, I'm an only child. And, you know, my parents are immigrants and they worked very hard to get us where we are. And that meant they had to work, and sometimes that's who I spend my afternoons with, my nights, you know. And if for better or for worse, like you were saying earlier, like I, I, gaming's shaped me a lot, and that's why I never understand people that like do console wars, like oh PS4 is better, PS5 is better, Xbox is better. I'm like it's about the games, right? So we could talk about the experiences, about Like you brought up Goldeneye man. I remember how many times I would piss my friends off using um odd job and just throwing that hat. They're (laughs) like, Oh no, no more odd job, no more odd job, or we're not playing no more You know, or 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 hitting them with that blue shell and Mario Kart. Oh yeah. That's something nobody remembers when they're just arguing about which console's better. It's like why are we defending a piece of plastic? you know so I, that's something i enjoy about the modern times is that there's more cross play so now you if you do have a friend on playstation you can play with them on xbox and then nintendo's off in their own realm where i have to like tons of copies of the games cuz i want one and then my kids want one <laughs> and then they don't let you share like on the xbox i can allow it to share with other consoles but with nintendo it needs its own copy and i'm oh, like really? you <laughs> nintendo yeah <laughs> so like the other day The other day, I was just, I was picking up the last of my gifts. I I felt called out by uh, uh, Aaron and Rob on that last episode of the Speakeasy because they're like, there's people doing their Christmas shopping right now. And I'm like, damn you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I went to pick up two two copies of Animal Crossing. And there was this guy (laughs) arguing with the clerk. He was like, hey, man, you got to sell them to me. You got to sell me two. And like, I guess he was, the, they have this policy where they couldn't sell you two of these Xbox mini fridges that are only available at Target. And God. and eventually he got them. And I, that was never my intention to go in there. But then I look at the guy and I'm like, you got any more of those in the back? And so then I left with two Animal Crossings and a mini fridge, man. <laughs> and I have a mini fridge in my room that looks like an Xbox Series X. I don't <laughs> know what I'm going to put in it. Because someone else had one. No, no, it was because I thought it was cool. I was like, you know, this is, but it's like, I just thought it was weird. Cause you, you obviously knew that guy was trying to scalp him. Like he, hmm. he's not, a, he's not attached to it in any way. Why else would you want to? Yeah, that's it. You know, he, he was arguing then he made his wife come and pay for the other one. <laughs> and then he wouldn't even let me get my animal crossings. Cause he was scared that I was going to try and buy the one that his wife was going to pay for. And I'm like, no bro, they're yours. Jesus. Like, if they don't have any more, I'm not here for that. I'm here for the Animal Crossings. Calm down. <laughs> so, and I'm like, that's a cool little thing of history that I'll just, you know, f- for me to have. But, like, no, nah, I, I don't know what to put in it. <laughs> so, it's just, I've always wanted a mini fridge. What's cool in a little Xbox mini fridge? My, my kids were into it. I showed it to them. They were like, yeah, Dan. They're like, what are we putting in it? And I'm like, probably liquid death, you know. Yeah. Some, some water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something
0: to hydrate children. Because you've got to be sensible, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. They're always trying to get me the
0: sugary drinks. Oh, I think people go crazy this time of year, man. I say that I've literally done no Christmas shopping at all. I've done nothing. And it is Christmas Eve right now in the UK. We are literally 12 minutes into Christmas Eve Oh my gosh.
1: Merry
0: Christmas Eve. Yeah man, I have literally twenty three and three quarter hours until Mm. it is Christmas day and I have literally if I open up my fridge, which is next to me, there is about eight blocks of cheese in there that I got (laughs) from work and a pint and a pint of milk. And that is it in this whole fucking house. I have no food and I have no presents for anyone in my family. So if anyone listens to this who is my family and you don't get a fucking present tomorrow, I'm sorry. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> <End> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a good scapegoat to have, man. You know. Yeah, no, and and to
1: to be fair, man, I've been again, I've been quite the opposite this year with that. Oh because, yeah. Because um, I've had some hard years since I've had the kids. You know, I haven't been as stable or as uh, financially stable to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: know. And every time I get to the, the year and it's like, I, I feel like I always disappoint the kids because like, I don't want to spoil them. I don't want to give them everything in the world. But, you know, I want to give them that one thing to show them that, all right, you did good. You did listen. You you, you didn't argue with me. Here you go. I got you the, the thing you asked for. Yeah, man. But so this year I, I started actually getting the gifts like in October. Because they're like, the w- the one thing we want, Dad, is uh, I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I forgot the movie, where he's looking for Turbo Man. Because they asked me for this stupid little minxie doll where I th- it's like a, like a uh, relates back to your other, past episode to a certain extent. It's like a little cauldron, Oh yeah. you know? And you throw all the ingredients and you read the enchantment and bloop, you get a little animal that talks to you. I don't know how it works. Probably I have to throw the other stuff away later. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't opened the toy. But the point is, these things were so hard to find, and then scalpers wanted, like, 200-plus dollars a doll, and I needed two. Wow. So, eventually, evil man uh, Bezos came through, and <laughs> they're like, you could pre-order a shipment now. And that was, like, in October. And I was like, if I order now, it says it'll get here before Christmas in, like, November. I'll get it at the end of November. And I went ahead and did that because... I was not gonna pay two hundred dollars for a toy they're gonna throw away at the end of the year, or you know, outgrow. You know, it'll make their day. It'll make it'll make their week. It'll make their month. But, and yeah. they, they grow so fast. Yeah, man.
0: And uh, so, I think I think Christmas is one of those times. Like I, I remember, you know, when 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 I was younger w obviously, you know, we, we was believing in Santa and Father Christmas. We, you know, we call over here and stuff yeah. and you get so like, you're so involved in it and your life is wrapped around this illusion. And yeah. my last name begins with a W. And if I never got anything I wanted, because like, I was, a, you know, I wasn't spoiled at all um, by any means, but personally, but my mum and dad did the best they could for us. And if I didn't get what I wanted for my Christmas and I'd go, oh, why didn't I get that? My mum and dad would say stuff like, oh, it's because, you're, it's because you're W. You're the last on the list. He hasn't got the money for you and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, OK. Oh, fair enough. And then that kind of that feeling kind of turned to hatred when I got older, you know, still believing in Santa. And I was like, what the fuck you mean? I'm W. So I get fuck all. And the problem is, dude, my neighbours two doors down the road were burrows. So they had bees. And they literally had bikes, scooters, skateboards every fucking Christmas. And I'm like, you motherfuckers are getting all this shit because your surname is B and mine's a W. (laughs) And I like, I got the fucking, I was honestly raging like Santa's a fuck, Santa's an arsehole. I don't like Santa, bollocks to Santa. And then when I got older now, and obviously, you know, the illusion is well and truly gone. My dad's, I spoke to my dad about it and he went, do you know what, it's one of them things when you're growing up that, I was busting my balls for you guys. You know, I was busting my balls doing the overtime, doing every hour I worked just for someone else to get the fucking credit <laughs> for it. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? That must suck. That must suck as, it must be nice as a dad, but it must suck as well as we like, yeah.
1: Well, being Hispanic, um, we, we celebrate a little bit different and, you know, where, where I'm from. Mm. So for us, Christmas is the 24th instead of the 25th. Oh really? And yeah, and you know, like tomorrow we're you know I'm gonna have to help my mom make the tamales. We're gonna get everything ready. We're gonna make some some ham, you know. And it's 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 a we're we're not gonna be too big because you know there's you know not there's not a lot of family nearby, but hmm. the one we got is gonna come by, and it's nice because we open presents presents at midnight, right? So
0: we always well, midnight, do se- midnight midnight tonight for you guys, but you like tonight or the 24th oh as it goes into the 24th
1: yeah so then you get a bunch of presents and you get to say here here daughter here i got this is from me to you you know but then we're being being sneaky little mexicans like we are uh, (laughs) we still do the santa thing where we usually save like the biggest thing they would have wanted or like the the the, the thing that they might find more special they'll find under the tree you know Uh. So my, my my eldest is finally catching on about Santa. And she was like, he don't exist. He didn't bring me a. She, she she wanted this cup where you can keep like snacks and your drink at the same time. So so this year I'm like, well, Santa's going to bring you a cup. <laughs> I know what Santa's bringing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it, dude.
1: You know, and this it's like a $10 cup and she'll love it. And she'll think Santa like thought of it, you know. But I think mean, that's st- the best way, man. You know, cause man, I, I I'm really into like reality TV. I know it's like junk food for the mind, <laughs> but wife swap wife swap lately has become my my jam. Oh, really? And, yeah, and like I started on wife swap Australia because I couldn't find the American version, dude. And I just learned Australians are really nice people. <laughs> they could come from. Au- opposite ends of the spectrum and you'll be like your kids are spoiled and I'm like yeah man my kids are spoiled we got to work on that huh And over here in america they're like how dare you tell me my kids are spoiled and like nobody can take any criticism and i'm just like wow but yeah just just seeing those spoiled kids that are like they think like 200 or 300 on a shirt is normal mm. it's strange you know and, then, no. and sometimes I see that in my kids because you know they, they they're lucky as in they have all their grandparents and their great grandparents are, are alive. Hmm. So they 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 get a lot of gifts. They get a lot of that. So I'm like, why give them more? They have enough. I I try to give them love, you know.
0: Yeah, man. And I think that's the most important thing. Like when you said about the way um, Hispanics uh, do Christmas type thing with uh, if I'm quoting that wrong, I apologize. But you know the way you okay. say like when you you know like you have the um, your, you know, yeah, whenever, christmas e on all whenever yeah Eve. yeah and, and you're doing it like saying this is from me to you i think that's a really nice touch because it's only now only just coming into the uk where because there's such a pay gap of uh, people you know people's earnings it's like you would have a poor family and a rich family their kids go to school together but the kids in the poor family only get you know, say a hat and a scarf and some little bits from, in quotes, Santa. But then the other kid would get their, their PlayStation, new bike, new trainers, uh, you know, all of the designer gear. And it's kind of like a battle for people on lower incomes and they're constantly trying to get themselves out of debt because they're putting themselves in debt for their kids. And it's like it's lost that kind of touch altogether. But now what we're kind of doing over here more is saying like okay this is from mum and dad this is what mum and dad have bought you and this is from Santa and the thing from Santa could be almost anything at all because the kids are like, okay whatever but if you get something nice from your mum and dad and you're like oh man that's that's cool you know that's good that's from my mum and dad and then you get like a scarf or a hat from Santa you're like oh yeah Santa's cool he sorted me out you know like you said with the cup like you said with the cup you know you know Santa's cool he sorted me out you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's yeah. so weird and when you said about it I thought fucking hell it's, 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 it's so good that you guys do it like that because we've only just started to do it like that because we got got we got a fucking country full of stuck up little kids man who are way too entitled <laughs> yeah. yeah no
1: yeah. and that, that's what I'm more scared of you know making them entitled mm. and because uh, like, like nobody's entitled to anything no nobody um Neither. you got work for that I- shit man and it's like, like you know, like, my kids have asked me, they're like, hey, Dad, why, why do you have so many toys and, and collectibles? And why do you have so many Funkos? And I'm like, because I bust my ass off and I like them. Yeah, man. I'm like, you, you like looking at them, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I do too. <laughs> That's and it. They, they make me feel good. They make me feel like I'm accomplishing something for me. And I'm like, if I'm being able to accomplish something for me, that means I've already taken care of you. Yeah. You know, because I'm not gonna spend twenty five dollars on a Funko if I know they're gonna go hungry. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, of course. So, so if you know, if I, if they if they're clothed, they got food, they're happy, they got what they need, and I happen to have the extra five bucks for a Funko. All right. Like like <laughs> C J Johnson said in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> I keep saying no more and I think my I have like fifteen pops and I think the value of them on the Funko app is like the four hundred and thirteen dollars. Oh, How is it? <laughs> and I'm like I'm barely willing to play market price. Who's willing to pay like extra for these?
0: <laughs> uh, collecting, yeah. collecting stuff's the worst man. Yeah. Uh, I I just I literally like um I, I am terrible and I said it in a previous episode i I literally can collect anything like if i if i get into a certain type of beer and i'm like oh yeah they're cool and someone says oh they brought out limited edition uh beer five years ago i will do everything in my power to source down the fucking limited edition can just to have it even if i can't drink it just just to have it and it's it's to the point where, like, you know, people go, oh, maybe you're autistic or maybe this. And it's like, well, maybe. maybe. But, like, when when I when I was into chilli sauce, I was really into chilli sauce, man. And I was like, you know, being... I'm a, I'm a big geezer. I'm six foot six. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, heavy set geezer. And I like, I like food. And I like spicy food. And I don't want to be that, oh, it's a bit too spicy for me. So I was like, oh, no, fuck it, mm-hmm. spicier, spicier. To the point where you're literally, like, bleeding out your bumhole, like, like oh. this is this is too much man but but you don't you put that brave face on you like is this it more <laughs> more and I literally had my uh, father-in-law made me a coffin shaped shelf it was a shelf like a um, cupboard with yeah. coffin handles on it and it was just full of hot sauce the hottest sauce you could get in the world there was hundreds hundreds of pounds worth in there until one day a click and I just didn't care about it anymore, I was like nah, okay, what sorts of, yeah, I'm done with that now, and then it just then it just sat in a shed for years, and then only lately i I say lately my wife is gonna kill. luckily she's a big she'll fucking kill me if I tell her how much it was worth but during the pandemic, I was at my parents' house, and my dad he's 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 a he's a blokey bloke, you know you know chopping firewood and you know it's he used to do like martial arts and stuff, so it's you know bloky blokes so we like we like knives and things like that. And he was, he was, God, I'm ranting, man. Just tell me to stop. <laughs> you know, say you want to talk about games, man. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm loving this, man. <laughs> so, my, my, my dad said to me, look, um, he, he wanted to buy this certain knife. It was a machete. I think it's a 15 inch long machete. And he right. said, what you, he said, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, it looks good. I don't know anything about knives, blade materials or anything at this point. And I was like, yeah, cool, cool, that looks good. So I've gone on the website. He's on. And I saw one cheaper and it was nine, you know, 10, 10 pounds. And I thought, fuck man, for a 10, I'm just going to buy that. So I bought it and it turned up and my dad still was, i in an and he was like, what's that? And I said, Oh, I bought a knife. And he went, Oh, Oh, I really wanted one of those. And I was like, well, I'll buy you one. So I ended up buying him one and he paid me for it. And then all of a sudden it was like that little flick of light again of collecting. And I was like, i'm gonna buy some i'm gonna buy some more knives so i bought this really cheap it was the cheapest knife i could find on this website it was called a mora knife and it was a plastic handled knife looked pretty basic and i was like oh, okay cool it turned up and i was like oh that's cool that does the job for you know stabbing and cutting and that's, that's that is what it is then i look and there's another mora knife and this one's you know a little bit more expensive and i bought that one and now I can literally see the box from where I'm sitting, and there is over a hundred knives in there now in a box, <laughs> and they are, and I and I've got sixty, I've got sixty of them that are modern line, and at least forty of them have to be imported from Sweden, because you can only buy them in Sweden, and some of them are over a hundred years old, and they That's... are mega money. <laughs>
1: That's quite a collection, man.
0: Yeah, no, but I they like... They just sit in a box, though, dude. They don't do anything. And my, wa- my wife, like, you know, you don't do anything with them. You just look at them. And I was like, yeah, but I do. And like you said, dude, like, with, with your figures, I can get I can get one of my knives out, look at it, and be like, that's really fucking cool. Do you know what? It's yeah. worth busting my ass that this week. And then I put it back in the box. Yeah. No, I, I
1: feel like lately I've been trying to collect the Dungeons & Dragons uh, Funkos.
0: What's, fun- and, what's a Funko, dude? I think I'm out of touch with this.
1: Uh, a Funko, like those little like plastic toys, that, uh, looking toys that look like uh, Chibi
0: characters. You know, like cute oh. versions of the character with the big black eyes. Uh, I've got Pops. Is that the same thing?
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly Pop.
0: Uh right. Oh, I've got I've got two of them. My wife bought me an Alien and Predator one when we first got together. That that
1: sounds nice. But
0: that's... they're literally now they're they're literally thrown in a box somewhere. I, I think because I, I was like okay what the fuck are these they're cool yeah, then should, just throw them in a box
1: <laughs> you should look those up man you might have some, some even more mega money with your knives
0: no I, I would cry because i think the box is fucked as well i think Aww. it's just i oh, dude i dude, know oh, man don't tell me this sort of stuff <laughs> don't, <laughs>
1: tell you, don't tell me it's worth anything but no i'm trying to collect the you know Tiamat, the the dragon queen you know the five-headed dragon has a oh, yeah, dragon yeah. head of each color and, and different power but you know it was the conic uh, a con exclusive, and obviously I'm I'm working. I can't go to the con. I wish I could though. And Oops. now it's up to a hundred dollars, and I'm like, am I really gonna drop a hundred dollars on like a ten inch piece of plastic right now? Of course. And, I, and every time I think it over, and every every time you know it's that little it starts going the other way towards yes, yes we are. Oh, is it? <laughs> not 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 yet. Like. <laughs> But and then there's this other one that's a gelatinous cube, and I had a chance to buy that at GameStop. It was a GameStop exclusive, and I didn't. It was like 15 bucks, right? Mm. And I don't know why I didn't buy it. I just at that moment in time, like I said, things were different back then. Yeah. And 15 bucks was 15 bucks. I needed to to move forward in life, and you know. I was like, I, I'm not going to get it. And now when I show Jose, I'm like, dude, here's the slime I want. And, and and it's also up to $100. And I'm like, why are they making me pay for plastic like this? But it's like, I, it's, it's that itch. And it's always trying to fight that itch.
0: Yeah. Which... Wow, dude. I've just looked at that gelat- gelatinous, um, the thing you just said, Funko D&D gelatinous convention. Uh, yeah, the cube. Convention. Yeah, that's it, 576. If I want to buy it right now, it'll cost me 55 pounds plus 20 quid delivery so that's 75 pounds so that'd be about a hundred dollars for you yeah that's crazy yeah (laughs) you know you you know recently
1: my 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 recent purchase i recently see that it's becoming an addiction recently i went to target and they had a art series uh tmnt series come out and you it has the the four ninja turtles and splinter hmm and they cost me twenty five a, a piece, but I got them on a on a deal on the website where it was like buy four get one for five bucks because it was twenty dollars off. Boom, there we go. And now and now I looked them up and each turtle's going for like forty dollars and Splinter's going for sixty and they're barely coming out. <sighs> and I just have them here because my 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 daughter wants to display them. She asked me if she could display them in her room because she's she's the one that's a, teen, uh, a teenage being a Ninja Turtle fan. She's the biggest of us all. And Excellent. and that's what that's what motivated my purchase there. I didn't buy them because I was like, oh, this is going to make me money. Mm. But but then I think about it and I'm like, wow, man, some of these things really go up in value for no reason other than just the nostalgia, the, the way they make you feel.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's really weird when it comes to price and stuff like um, things like that, because especially when you have an emotional attachment to them, because then what is it worth really to you to get rid of? Like, it's all right, it's okay saying things are, like, worth a certain amount. Say, for example, um, when my wife's nan passed away, we went round her house and we cleared the house out. And inside the house, there was a metal uh, box, and inside this metal box was a, a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of old whiskey. And I was like, that's worth money, let's keep it. So we've kept it. And I got it certified by Glenfiddich Whiskey Company that it is one of four in a set. And there's only a thousand of them made. And it was like proper worth, you know, it's worth good money. But it's like, would I sell it though? Really? It's okay saying it's worth, say, 300, 400 pound. But it's her nan's. It's the last reminder of her nan before she passed away. And it's like, is it worth more than that to us to know that we've got it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. With
1: yeah. The... No. I. I, uh, I actually have a an amiibo, which are like these little Nintendo figurines mm-hmm. that uh, you can scan into your game. So the game would be Smash Brothers, and you can train them to fight. And I have this one from that my friend Ashante. He passed away. He's actually the one that named the the Nerd Talk Plus. So that's why we stuck with that name.
0: Oh shit. And that's yeah. why
1: I will. I'll never change the name. I'd rather do completely something different.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: because this, this this was something that we were supposed to start, and I'll keep it going as long as I can. But I have his a uh, little Kirby amiibo, and every year, you know, his birthday is December 15th. Every year, I, I fight against him, and he still whoops my ass. <laughs> and, I mean, that Kirby amiibo is worth some money. I mean, it's not the most money, but... Like you said, it's worth more knowing that I have it and that I can yeah. use it when I want to than the money, you know?
0: Yeah, that's it, that's it. Well, that man. whiskey
1: does sound nice. I'm not going to lie.
0: That's yeah. probably <laughs> it. Thing is, my, my other half's not a whiskey drinker at all. And me and, well, me and Aaron used to love whiskey. Aaron obviously doesn't drink anymore because he's uh, gave up drinking like for over a year now. And you know, it, I I look at it sometimes and think because I, I got married last week, and I was thinking you know <laughs> yeah maybe congratulations was, yeah yeah cheers cheers man that's fucking it was it's so crazy things go so quick cause you're like you know you got a plan you're like yeah okay I'll get back and then then I got ill and th- you know things plans change and shit and I was kind of thinking like oh maybe you'll open up the whiskey for the wedding you know to celebrate the wedding but it's like yeah. mm, is that really is that really a good enough reason just for me, because Nick, my other half, she's not going to drink it. So it'd just be me drinking it. And I can drink a, I can a 400-pound bottle of whiskey, but is it really going to be worth it in the morning when I look at an empty bottle and go, that was ends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could have just done that for like 20 pounds down the shop. Or I could have got, you know, a couple of beers yeah. in any shop. So I, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to save it. Like maybe if we have kids or something else. But I know for a fact it's just going to sit there forever. You know, it's just gonna sit there. But it's, it's one it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things. Sentimental value. Oh yeah, I don't know if you um, I don't know if you aware yet, but fucking Aaron's uh, closed the speakeasy. He closed it. Yeah, man, he closed it. He's, I was not uh, aware. Yeah, no, this this could be an exclusive for the world that I might have just dropped in and <laughs> he, he uh yeah I I went to look for an episode because obviously I was listening to the one you was on, and I got about an hour in, and I thought, oh, I'll catch up on the last half an hour. That's why it's relevant, obviously, to this conversation. I was like, oh. And then I tried to find it on Spotify, and it weren't there. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, maybe he's got banned, because they banned him off Twitter um, a couple of of weeks ago. And I was like, what the fuck? So I messaged him and said, dude, you know, where the fuck's the speakeasy? Have you closed it? And he didn't get back to me, because I woke up early for work. So I looked on uh, Google Pods, and it was still there. So I listened to the end of your podcast, and listened to another one uh, when he had uh, Chris Menter, the guitarist, on. And yes. then Aaron got back to me and was like, "Yep, I'm done with it, mate. Uh, I've closed the door for the time being. I'm f- I'm going to focus on other stuff." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And wow. it's like, "Oh, oh, wow, dude!" And then I I went to send him something on Twitter the other day, and he's got off Twitter, so he's having a yeah, he's having a complete break. So well, if anyone, <laughs> sometimes that's needed, you know. I wish yeah. him the
1: best and uh I hope I hope he's okay. You know, I had a wonderful conversation. I felt great going on there, I felt very welcomed. Uh I feel like we bonded over Resident Evil <laughs> <laughs> You know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah no, I, I do. I keep in contact with him. Obviously, like you know, as people know, we, we've been friends for years. Yeah, like 20, twenty years. There's no bad blood between us, no matter what people say or, or try and say. And you know, we, we I, I still care about him greatly. And I've been, I've mm-hmm. been in contact with him, and he's he's okay, dude. I think he just needs he just needs a bit of time, sort himself. He's yeah, no, he, into his, he, his writing, you know, he loves his writing as well. So I, I,
1: I completely understand that, man. For a while, uh, you know, I needed some time to focus on my relationship and we took, like, a year break. Mm. And that was before COVID, you know. That was, COVID, COVID pushed it, like, a little bit further where we didn't record anything. But right. then we eventually said, fuck it, we're just going to record and we started recording again. But sometimes you just need that break. Sometimes you're not in the point in your life when you can put the focus or amount of a, of love you want into it. You're not getting the product you want. There's some off, you know. And okay. hey, when, when 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 you told me the when the first time you, that you you know the, you said Tales is gonna be you know Tales from the yeah. kingdom is the, the kingdom's gone, <laughs> I was like, ah oh, man, I, I just discovered it. This is great, but man, I understand <laughs> it. And then when you when you when you said you were back, and I was like, yes, you know. And then I think uh, Aaron actually hit me up on a, one of his Twitter's, and he was like, hey, yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna start this other thing called the Speakeasy. There's no bad blood, and I was just like, I get to listen to two podcasts instead of one. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> and it's just you know, it, it's great, but yeah, sometimes you do need a break, and you know, it it it's a shame because it's a part of my week when i find a good podcast uh i usually try to replace a lot of the mainstream podcasts i listen to with like more indie more 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 closer people that are like not you know i'm never going to yeah. talk to Well, I'm never going to say never he might want my <laughs> hair or something someday but mm-hmm. you know i'm 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 never going to go on joe rogan you know yeah yeah i'm not i'm not going to be that but if i can make a connection with like you or aaron and and other people like uh i talk a lot to pixie from next on stage one and mr j which i think they're also they're like a denver-based adult entertainment style podcast
0: nice
1: and i I, there's certain podcasts i'll make room for every week and you guys will always be there the kingdom Mm -hmm. will always be there anything aaron ever does will always be there because the content you bring is it's genuine and, and and it's interesting i learn things you know, like the first time the first time I found uh your podcast, I think was when I was like, um I hit you guys up about the amazing fun guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, oh shit, this is mind blowing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go. You know? This is cool. They they understand it, they get it. They they, they understand that even though they're mushrooms, they're amazing. They don't even have to be psychedelic, just
0: nah, what man, they that's
1: it. what they do for <laughs> us, how they connect everything. You know, and and when you find people like that, it's it's always good to keep hearing them. So uh, I I feel honored coming on here, you know.
0: No man, I appreciate it, and and like you're saying about the 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 the, the uh, fantastic guy and stuff like that. I've got so many people to listen to my podcast just because I asked them to listen, like friends and family. I'm talking about not um uh, you know in the world, but my friends and family. You know, because people don't really know what i talk about because i don't scream about it to everyone and when people start listening and there's a guy who i work with who's a really really good guy and i, I started a new job maybe just just three months ago and we clicked straight away and one thing led to another and i said oh yeah i am mean, you know I, I do my own podcasts you know i do a podcast and he's like, oh yeah sweet man i'll give it a listen now i've heard that through my life forever like when I was in a band and people go, oh, I'll give it a listen, or you write something, oh, I'll give it a read, and you're like, okay. And then after a couple of days, he's coming up to me saying, oh, I've just listened to episode two. Oh, it's really fucking good, man. Oh, I listened to episode three, and I was like, oh shit, okay, this is cool. Because I'm not, I'm not being funny. I still like people saying they enjoy my show, as you do, yeah. yours, as you do yours. It's nice, man. That's what we're here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too proud to say, you know, I like good feedback and I appreciate any feedback. And then all of a sudden. I could have a conversation with him at work and he'll say something that will blow my mind because he'll go about, uh, like, what was the the next one? Uh, Simulation theory he's been listening to and he's talking about his views on simulation theory. And all of a sudden, we've now got eight hours at work where I'm opposite this guy and I can just expand my mind and his and ours together about different viewpoints on life. And it's it's like having a podcast almost every single day where I'm learning about someone. Yeah. And it's like, this is because of me, because he's found me and that podcast, we can have a chat. And that's not trying to sound big headed, guys, if you you know if you think, oh, here we go. But it's just, it's, it's nice, man, because I like, I like having chats with people and not being stuck on your fucking phone, because there's nothing worse than p- when people give you half assed attention in real life.
1: Oh, you know? yeah, definitely. When they're like half <sighs> in meme land, looking at the uh, dank memes and the other half yeah. kind of <laughs> listening <laughs> to you. And they're like,
0: yeah, you said something about the school. Oh, I, it, it's the worst. It is my biggest bugbear, man. It's probably because of past relationships and that. But when someone does that kind of, they're on their phone and their their face is lit up with the blue light, and you're talking to them and you're looking dead at their fucking face and you're like, yeah, so uh, that's pretty interesting about Epstein, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'll go fuck myself then. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they put the phone down and go, what was you saying? And you're like, <laughs> you that's the worst. I, and I, it's I, like. I, <laughs> I, I I can relate. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, it, it's just one of the things, man. I just one of the things I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker. But uh, I get it. People are people have short extension spans. Well,
1: if I hope that, we it, don't turn in the goldfish though. Oh,
0: like, fuck. I you think know, oh.
1: with like uh, what are, what are they called? The reels where they do like the 15 second videos. I hope they don't make them shorter. Oh god, you know, because it's like it's not gonna help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No I don't don't, man I don't know People are just fucking I think some people are still uh, Are able to have a conversation But a lot of people don't Because I think A lot of the information nowadays Is drip fed or condensed Into such a small amount of time um, That they just want that information Straight away They want that 15 second video Or 30 second TikTok And if I say Like I was was listening to something on uh, Ancient civilizations the other day if my partner says oh what are you learning about i can't really condense that in two or three sentences to explain what i've been listening to it takes me a good five ten minutes to explain and you can just see the glaze over where they're just like mm, okay that's not really that interesting it's like ah, oh, maybe it's me maybe
1: that's how i got my girl on the metal gear she's like explain metal gear to me and i was just like well you see do you have about six hours
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm like because we're gonna be here about six hours and i need you to have your full attention or else i might get upset and you know and she's like yeah i got the time come on <laughs> and we talked about metal gear but
0: oh good go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i could definitely see trying how you wouldn't be able to condense something like an ancient civilization in three sentences at all it,
0: and and the thing is like it, it's hard but I kind of like nowadays. I I go okay. If you don't want to, if you don't want to, if it doesn't interest you, I'm not going to bother talking about it. Because and this is not just my other half. This is anyone. Like if we're talking about something and you're not interested, I'm just going to go onto a different conversation because I'll find someone who is interested. And people see that as rude. It's like, I'm not being rude, but you know I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. Exactly. You know, no. Uh, because if you want to learn about uh, ancient civilizations or ufos or anything i mean like like i say to a guy i work with my job in in the podcasting world when i speak to people is to listen to them and to have communication with them so when i'm talking to people and they don't listen to me i kind of feel like oh okay this is not a two-way street so let's change the conversation to something else it's not because i'm bored with what you're saying it's because i can read the signs and go okay let's move it on but you know
1: it just, just you just know how to read people and keep the train going, which is, you know, that's something good to have. Mm. I def- I definitely don't have that, and that's definitely why our podcast is usually like two, three hours long, <laughs> because I don't have that filter. Like right now, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to be on that two way street because I want to have that conversation, but sometimes I just, Jordan will say something and I'll just, I'll bring the wrath of Javier and everything I know. And <laughs> the 10 hours I spent on that wiki page, learning that fact and, and he will counter back and then we'll go at it. And, and, and I love it. You know, I, I love that, but I, I can see what you're saying about that two way street. And I can see about you, what you're saying. It's nice to have people that'll listen and you can have that conversation. That's so I try to do. If, like before I share anything that you post, like any of the new shows or like any of the other shows I share, I always try to listen to that episode first. Yeah. So I can comment on something witty, or, or say something I liked, or if I have a problem, I maybe I could bring that up, you know. But I also always have that fear of being the that overbearing fan, like you like you and Aaron were talking about that one guy. Oh. <laughs> you, you know, like I, like oh man, I was listening to that episode, and I'm like oh god, am I doing this to them right now? Oh, you know? no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> so Some people are just out and some people are just never happy. And I think me and Aaron, unfortunately just found the fucking one geezer who was never happy with whatever we did. And it was the, it was the hate posts he was putting up and it was just trying to put me and Aaron against each other all the time. It's like, you know, I, I'm not going to go on about it because we spoke about it in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You, know, you know, if I would always be happy with constructive criticism but my my absolute number one defence to that is when someone says, "Oh, I listen to your podcast," and I think before they even finish, I go listen to something else then, because this is yeah. what I this is what I do, this is what I love. If I've published it, I'm happy with it. If my numbers and my fans have returned for that, that's cool. That's... I, I don't need you to come out and go, "I think you contradicted yourself there," or "I think you said like too much," or "I think you said this too much." I don't give a fuck. You know, not to be rude, but I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, because I do this because I enjoy it. I enjoy the conversation, and my fans do. If my fans don't enjoy it, then tough shit. It's just me enjoying it then. <laughs>
1: you know, and like listening to you say that, because like that's not something. This is the first time you're saying that. Like you've said that before. Yeah. And and, and you know that that that's like positive reinforcement. Because sometimes I'll be like, man, maybe we should do just an hour. But I'm like, that's not what nerd talk is. We're, we're, we're a group of friends talking about the shit we like. Yeah. And if that takes three hours and you want to hear us rant for three hours and then maybe hear Jose snore for a second because he passed <laughs> out and we're recording at nine o'clock and <laughs> you know, and it's like now one in the morning and we're still talking about how I hate Captain in the Falcon, uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier because and Jordan's defending it. And that's 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 what we want to do. That's what we want to put out and just. Hearing, like, you say that and, like, uh, Aaron say that and just, like, in whatever aspect, it reinforces it in me that it's better to be me than to try to fit into that mold people want to see. There's there's, there's there's a million podcasts I can go listen to about gaming for an hour, and they'll tell me the same thing in a different way.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I don't want to do that, you know? And that's it, dude. Like, people, people say things like, like Aaron's had it before, where... Um, well, he was told by a podcast influencer, person, promoter that his podcasts were too long and he should shorten them.
1: And and the why? We would get less air, you know, like you know,
0: it should be, it should be you do what you you do you, at the end of yeah. the day. And like I like long conversations. I like short conversations. Sometimes conversation doesn't lend itself to be. Um, you know long you know i've had guests on before where you do like an hour and you're like okay it's time to wrap up now yeah you know it's, it's, well, it's saying that i looked at this look, i was like I, I had a couple of things because i had a, a couple of questions people have asked me to oh make sure you ask him this when he comes on and i was like yeah okay cool and i thought what oh, oh, hey, time yeah. we're looking at and i was like fuck we're on like an hour and 15 i was like yeah. where the fuck has that gone <laughs> <laughs> you know that's... not, not trying to rush you're not trying to rush dude but you know i just i just you know that's what i mean that's what i love about when you've got no tight time constraints as you just said with your hosts when you can know that you can sit there and chat for one two three whatever hours that's cool but when you're in that kind of like like i've we, we I, me and aaron and collectively had had guests on before where they're like oh, i can do 45 minutes you're like what the fuck we cannot talk about you know UFO sightings in Purporting. 45 minutes. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, and and I listen to there's there's another podcast local to me. We've got two young lads in it. I won't name them because I don't want to upset them. But the, you know the two young lads and they they think they're the next Joe Rogan. They think they're going to be this super famous. You know they just talk about smoking weed and all the sort of cliche crap. And <laughs> I listen to their podcast and they just sound so disinterested in. Actually investigating and talking about their subject matter, they just—it's like they're reading an, an article from the Sun or the Times or something—and it's like, dude, you know, I get what you're doing, but but then equally, as soon as I start criticizing them, I go to myself, well, it's not your place to criticize them, Ad, because if you don't want to listen to it, fucking turn it off. So I have to yeah. take my own advice and go, yeah, I'm just going to turn it off now. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, it's, it's a double-edged sword, you know. So let, let me get to some of these questions, dude, because I want to make Let's sure I it. ask them.
1: We can. I didn't can even chat. know I had
0: questions. Oh yeah, because when I'm you excited. say you got, well, because I said like I said oh, I got them coming on. We we're talking about games and shit, and they were like, oh, I don't really care about games. they, they want to know because I said you're Mexican. you are Mexican, ain't you? Yeah,
1: I'm, I was born in uh, Chihuahua, oh, Mexico.
0: <laughs> That's good because if you said no, then I would have gone fuck. <laughs> 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 Everything goes out the window. But I was talking to I was talking to Baz, Baz at work. Said to me like about the pronunciation of jalapeno or jalapeno and stuff like jalapeno. that right? uh, well that's it man you know I, I you can say it better than me but do you get annoyed when people call it jalapeno or jalapeno
1: i just find it hilarious because i'm like <laughs> see i'm not the only one with an accent you know <laughs> yeah you know because the, the joke's always like the the hispanic getting the word wrong like the pepsi I and mean, you know Pepsy we say Peepsy sometimes when we're learning instead of pepsi and so i'm like everybody else can do it too nobody you know it's jalapeno it's like but it doesn't bother me because i just find it funny it just makes me see how we're all at the end of the day we're all kind of like the same thing
0: you know yeah we, we are man so is your, what what's your native language then is it what what is it? Mex um, not Mexican. That's so... Uh, idiot. Spanish. You're good, bro. Like, fuck's yeah, it's, sake. Uh,
1: it's,
0: it's Spanish. Uh, God, it. It. I'll blame it on the beers. Fuck's sake. <laughs> do you know it's one of the things? It's like I know they don't speak Mexican. Why are you about to say? It? And my brain's just like say it. Say, say, it. It. say it. It's a good. Do yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like Dark Kermit telling you to do it.
0: And that's. <laughs> do you know what dude? it is? And I do it all the time. But you're just like, do not mention it. Do not mention it. It's like when you're talking to someone with, like, a – We, me and Aaron had a friend with with no arm. His name's Colin, really good guy. He lost his arm at 13 years old. And you, you literally stand there talk to him and go, here's one that'll stump you. Oh, fuck. And you just constantly yeah. just mention stuff like it. And you're like, oh. It's like, cool, but you, you can't. Know,
1: you know, you know can't. like, um, I used to have another friend. Uh, his name was Chris. He also passed. You know me. Rest in peace. But he was uh he was he went to I've known him since like middle school and we went yeah. to high school together and everything. And he was in one of those uh movable wheelchairs. Oh yeah. And something something like I forgot what he told me and, and like he got hurt and I was like, Chris, just walk it off. And as soon as I said that, dude, my heart sank because I'm like, that is the biggest dick move. And you know what he said to me? If I remember correctly, I don't want to misquote him because he might come pull my leg, dog. But he he was like, I can't because I, like, walk slanted and I'll fall down. And and we just laughed. We just laughed. And that was some of the purest moments I can remember, you know, where it's like he just embraced it. I remember one time in middle school, he tried to ramp over this uh, sewer and he ended up all bloody because he ended up on the side. But he had Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) yeah, it was he did. He was wild, man. One time. I was walking down with Jose down the street and we just see him driving down the middle of the road in his chair. And we're like, Chris, what are you doing? And he's like, what? He's like, Chris, what are you doing? He's like, this is where cars go. And I was like, Chris, you're not a car. And he got on the sidewalk, but I'm like, I hate to think what would happen if we hadn't have found him. Like he was obviously on something, but God, I love that guy. You, you never knew what he was going to bring
0: oh you got you got to have people like that in your life man yeah you, you need you need people like that you know to, to bring the fucking unpredictable people are good yes yeah that's, that's what we need we're not too unpredictable because otherwise you get fucking crazy real super crazy <laughs> uh, and i've got enough i've got enough of that to go around um so, someone else messaged in and said uh what made you start podcasting but i think we've kind of covered that anyway uh, yeah, just oh, I, was oh, gonna,
1: oh, is... I was gonna, I was gonna start go. podcasting with a uh, Ashante. Mm. and uh, I I don't remember the disease he had, but he was like six uh, eleven,
0: right.
1: And it's just like you know his he would get full body cramps. I think it was like something where like he didn't get enough blood. I don't I don't know. Mm. I should look it up more. I want to learn about him more. Um, you know, and it's just he, when we were talking about it, you know, he went from going, they said, well, his mom called me, hey, go see Ashante, you know, and shout out to Lisa, if you ever hear this, love you, mom, she's like my second mom, and uh I went, and he went from having a month to live to a week, to about three days, it was, it was, it was Jeez. bad, Fuck. you know, and I was lucky enough to be there at the hospice when everything happened. And, you know, I wasn't in the room. We were about to go get some burgers and and another friend was in the room with him. But we all got to say our goodbyes and hug him. And, you know, I basically I basically took him his last meal. Wow. My my co-worker sent him like everybody loved the guy because, you know, he was the type of guy you could tell all your secrets to. Cause everybody told he knew everybody's secrets, but he would never tell anyone your stuff.
0: Oh, he's a good man. Know? Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, you know?
1: and a lot of people don't exist like that. There, a lot of people want to backstab you for a little further ahead in, in their life.
0: Yeah, you know <laughs> they certainly do, man. That's the problem nowadays. Yep. Yeah, you know, most you, definitely. You tell people shit, and you think, you know, I'm going to tell you in confidence, and that confidence is yeah. only kind of circumstantial you
1: know to, to, so, to. go here yeah, go no sorry so throughout that process when he was uh we were going through that process we would still message on messenger and i was over at the hospital almost every day after work just spending time with him and at the time i didn't have my own car so the shitty part was i had to be home by nine because i was borrowing my mom's car you know so it's like i would get off at like four or five uh shower real quick and then i i'd i'd go spend 2 3 hours with him at the hospital. Oh,
0: fuck fuck.
1: And 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 he he would always tell me he felt lonely over there. So I you know, what what can I do to ease it? I can be there. We watched yeah. a lot of naked and afraid. <laughs>
0: nice. But no,
1: we got to talking and we decided that once he got out of the hospital we were going to start a show and uh I was like what's the name? What are we going to call it? I'm working I'm going I'm paying another classmate of ours does all the artwork. So, you know, we pay him to do the artwork for us. And I was like, I'm in talks with uh, Vincent and I need to know what the name is so you could start working on the piece. And he's like, Nerd Talk Plus, that's what we're going to be, you know, and then everything went sour. And uh, that's how it started. We st- I started that show. I reached out to Jose and Jordan, which I'm also very close to and, you know. We got it. It was more like a grieving process. Yeah. You know, to remember him. And then it just kept going because at some point you you realize you realize you can't get hung up on their death, but you can live for them.
0: You know? Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, without a doubt.
1: So that's my main thing. I will never ever change the name of this show. They because there's a million nerd talks, man. I looked it up. Yeah. It's not very original. You know, but I don't think that was the intention. I think he just wanted to give me something to work with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what we got stuck with, and we're gonna make it work. And I, I'd, I'd rather make it like a nerd talk plus network and have podcasts under that umbrella with different names that I, you know, that I come up with, or Jordan comes up with, or whoever comes up with. Yeah, sure. Then, then change this main one because the core focus of this is games, movies. Comics, nerdy things that make us happy, you know.
0: And that's, well, and, and that's all that's all you fucking need, man. You, just, you know, in, in this world, we just need things that make us happy because there's too much miserable shit going on, you know. Oh, yeah.
1: I believe it, man.
0: You know, so I'll, I'll keep going from your questions, too, because I, I love a rant. You know, I love I love a tangent, but if I don't get the questions out, I'm gonna get fans on my ass going. You, need you got it. And I'll you go, got it, man. Let's do this. And I'll say, <laughs> stop fucking hounding me. You want to speak to him? You speak to him. I'm trying to. Have, I'm trying to have a fucking conversation. <laughs> no, I love yeah, I love yeah. my fans. I love my fans. Please don't leave me. Uh, so, um, I've got. That, that's weird okay that question i'll ask in a minute because it's not i don't know if i've ever listened to anything you've done because that's weird but okay someone said can you actually cook mexican food
1: uh yeah i'm actually a great cook oh good stuff because you know it's like uh like, again i go back to saying i i, I kind of think of life in a morbid way mm. so you know I, I know my mom's gonna die i don't have her forever time is limited so if I don't learn how to cook like her, how am I going to have her meals when she's gone? You know? Shit, man, yeah. A- am I going to die craving that last tamale for my mom, or am I going to learn to cook it?
0: You know. So it's a, it's a morbid way of thinking, but it gets you to learn things. It's a fucking realist way of looking at things, though, dude. I've never really thought... Jesus Christ. When you just said that, then, it kind of struck me when you said about, like, your mom's cooking. Who's You know, who's going to do your mom's cooking when she's gone? Yeah. Man, fuck. And if you don't
1: learn how to do it, Shit. you'll just have that memory. And yeah. eventually, if you don't take care of that memory, you wouldn't even have that.
0: Oh, God. Now I've got to go and fucking see my mum. <laughs> now I've got to see <laughs> my mum. Mum, how'd you cook that lamb dish you made fucking 10 years ago? Do you remember? <laughs> what? <laughs> just, I'll try. I, I spoke to a Mexican geezer who told me you need to fucking teach me. She'll think I'm on. She'll be like, have you been in the old wacky backy again? I'm like no, <laughs> listen, Mum, I'm serious, man. Uh, but I think I think the where they're going with that, can you cook? Is like it's probably a stereotype, like Mexican Mexican food and things like that. Because there's especially in this country, I don't know what it's like over in the states. But if you say you're having Mexican food, it is literally a piece of chicken, some peppers, some onions, and an old El Paso mix in your pan, <laughs> wrapped up in a tort, yeah. wrapped up in a tortilla and sour cream, and you eat it. Yeah, you know, no. Oh, I love Mexican food, man. And one of the guys I work with, Baz, who I said, he loves barbecue food. He's a barbecue nut. And he was like, Oh, I wonder if he can actually, you know, does he actually cook like Mexican street food? Does he know how to cook it? And I was like, Yeah, we do I'll
1: a carne ask carne him, olada, We do carnitas. My dad's gonna make carnitas for a, um, Christmas actually tomorrow, which is like, you know, it's What's like that? chunks of the, it's like the the beefy part of the the cow, but cut in the chunks. And then he cooks it in like the lard, Whoa. in this big in this big pot he has. And that usually like every morning they would make those fresh in the smaller towns of Mexico, and they would sell them in the market, you know. And if awesome. we're lucky, he'll make some chicharrones. My mom makes the tamales, the capirotada, which is like this pecan type dish, dessert. So you know there's there's a lot of that. You know you gotta you gotta be. Uh, traditional you got to know where you came from you know you can't forget where you came from like even even though i I was i've been in the states for like a long time and i came here when i was six and then i had to leave for a bit and Mm. all that you can never forget where you come from
0: well that's what that's what i was going to ask on a personal level you know before before we close up obviously because you say you you was born in mexico yeah yeah it's like so obviously I, I don't want to bleed into our conversation with her personally because I want it to be so you can speak on the podcast for everyone. Because I don't want to step over any lines. But like, how did that come about then? Like, how did you leave, or did you? Did you? Was it parents, grandparents? And, and by all means, dude, if it's crossing any lines, just let us know because I mean I don't no, want to throw you're few, fine. you yeah, know, I, dude. I just, I, you know, I'm interested, you know. and everyone else will want to listen. But I don't want to. I don't want you to get into shit or you know.
1: No, I, I, everything's fine. It's just uh, you know. Uh, back then, you know, it was easy. There was a lot of easy money to be made and things, decisions were made mm. and my parents decided it was best to come over here. You know, up, up to the age of six, we, we had, we have, have, because we have the house over there. That's where I stayed. But, you know, it was a big house. We had horses. We had everything. And, you know, my dad got rid of everything and we came to a small apartment over here and started making a life.
0: Wow.
1: And it was a it was a big change. I remember the first night while I'm um, coming to America, being in, in the apartment with my dad and my mom, sleeping in the bed. And, you know, there's other people on top. Wow. It's an apartment complex.
0: Yeah, yeah, right?
1: yeah. And you, you know, and you're hearing people walk. And I was like, hey, mom, do you have a stick or something? Let's go kill the rats. I can't sleep. There's rats walking upstairs. No, you know, how had to explain the concept of apartments to me.
0: And so was that just was it just work opportunities then was was more flourishing in America than where he was because like i I think I think if we would have stayed, I think I wouldn't have a dad is the thing. right yeah, yeah, sure,
1: you know, and that's why I was I, I don't know if it was rushed or anything. I don't remember any of that I, I for me, it was a nice transition. We went and stayed with my cousins for a while, you know, before we got here and it, it felt like a vacation almost, you know.
0: No, that's good. Well, it's good that your folks are able to do that as well to make it like seamless. Yeah, because uh, seamless transition, you know.
1: You see nowadays some of these caravans coming over here and, and just kids without their parents, bro. Like, whoa. I,
0: I think, you know, we're so out of touch with it over here because, you know, I, I can't even imagine what it's like. Uh, because, you know, maybe because you know it's not affecting me directly and what people are going through but it's like this is real life man you know people are coming over from yeah it's you know mexico to the u.s but we have the same over here but maybe in a slightly different context i don't want to uh tar both with the same brush but we have uh, where i am in england we're at the very southeast of our country is only 26 miles in water away from mm-hmm. france and we have a lot of people illegally crossing uh, to get into the UK, and there are so many mixed reviews. Like I believe there is over over the states as well, about people saying like you know they should be fucking you know who, ca- who cares if they fucking drowned in the sea? Who cares if they fucking this and that? And it's like you know th- these are people as well, dude. You know what are they escaping yeah. from? You know it's
1: it's. <laughs> It, you never know you never know it's the crazy part you know
0: no that and, and that's that's it man that's sort of speaking to someone you know you know
1: like today before i got hurt i was actually working with my co son and my co cowork, my coworker. he's like a an immigrant from el salvador oh yeah and i was talking to his son who's a natural born citizen here in america and and I was like, you don't understand how lucky you are that you don't have to worry about certain things. And I'm like, and your your dad still worries about that because he grew up in these conditions. Mm. And and I, and I think he got it more because it's not I'm not like an old like you know like we're close in age. I'm not like oh no 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 you know I'm not I'm not like spewing the truth to him. I'm not yeah. preaching to him. I'm just saying man. And you know I I go into my experience with going back to Mexico and. Being the only one, sing- not like singled out, but like everybody already knew who I I was before I got there. And then on top of that, you know, I'm a Hispanic man with an afro listening to System of a Down, dressed in black. <laughs> it, in a town of 2,000 people where 1,000 are male and all 1,000 have the same haircut and wear a different hat. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> I remember getting to the town on the first night and I stopped church. Like I wanted to say thing? hi to my...
0: Is this when you went back to Mexico? Yeah,
1: this is when I went back. And, you know, we got there and the police stopped us at the entrance of the town. And they they asked for IDs and my mom started crying, you know, because you hear all these stories about what happens. And they were just making sure it was my aunt coming back from picking us up. (laughs) And then, you know, she relaxed and they're like, do you want to go see your other aunt? She's at church. (laughs) They were doing this thing called the Los Matachines, and it's basically like this big dance, and they try to, like, smack the devil away. There's this guy dressed as, like, a devil, and everybody's dancing and smacking him with a rod,
0: Excellent. you know?
1: And, uh, like, we went, and I sat down to my cu- next to my cousin, and I said, hi, and she kind of stared at me, and she was kind of scared, and then she realized who I was, and then I said, hi to my aunt. And, you know, this wasn't, like, a big thing, because you are in a church, you're trying to be respectful, you're not trying to talk and stuff so it was like like maybe like a 30 second interaction maybe less but in those 30 seconds everybody had stopped dancing anyone sitting was looking at us and everyone standing was looking at us Damn. and it was like the most surreal thing man it's like it's the closest I think I'll ever be to being famous probably Or well, is that like, just because the way you looked yeah that's just wow. the be- that's not even before I played the system of a down. That was just based on on seeing me walk in with an afro dressed in black. You know. So so what why did you
0: you know why did you go back? Was it just visiting or was it? A-
1: no, I had a I had a to get my my green card my residency.
0: Right, right, okay. I just wondered you know, what it was, I just wondered what it was that drove you know that, that why you went back if it was such a. If everyone was looking and everyone was like, "What the fuck is he doing here?" But
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, it was, it was like you know, they never expected me to be there. What? Right. And and, the, and you know what the funniest thing is, when I went back, I got pulled out halfway through my senior year of high school. You know, which is like the very last year right before college, hmm. and and uh, like that kind of ruined that experience for me. But at my school, when my mom went to pull me out, because, you know, you can't, they, 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 she had to go take me out of the high school so the state wouldn't get on their ass and be like, he's being truant, not going yeah. to school. Um, They were like, what is he even doing in Mexico? He doesn't speak Spanish. You know, because in the school, I didn't need to speak Spanish. I don't speak well, Spanish yeah. with people that don't speak Spanish. <laughs> But, you know, at home with my mom, her native tongue is Spanish. I speak I speak Spanish with my mom. I, I speak Spanglish with my dad. We talk both. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, we mix oh. it up a little. But, you know, I, I got to be respectful towards my mom. If she says no Spanish, no, no English when you're talking to me, if we're alone, then I I speak to her in Spanish. You know, and
0: is that, sometimes. Is that, is that a sorry thing? Sorry to, to butt in there. I, I've heard this point before. Is that is that a cultural thing? that they only want to speak in Spanish to you, or is it because she doesn't understand English? No, she's completely fluent in English. Like, right.
1: she has like the accent, but she understands it. She speaks it. She, she taught me, you know, right. like on top of the, the school helping, but, you know, she busted her ass and she taught me. And, but I think it's more of a cultural thing, you know, just no, so you she- don't like again, so you don't forget where you come from.
0: Yeah, man. No, I appreciate and, it. I and, just-
1: and she and she gets on my ass because I, I, I've kind of strayed from tradition there where, like, I should be teaching my kids more Spanish. You know, nice. but they, they spend about. Seventy five percent of their time with their mom, so it's hard for me at this point, but I hope to teach them more and teach them more about their culture, because, you know, they, I don't want them to forget where i came from and what half of
0: them represents yeah that's it man it's a big part of your kids it's 50 percent of them you know yeah here's what, here's what they are so can, and that's good that's what that's the only reason i asked man because i've heard it before with families i've heard it with um italian families and things like that and they're like you only speak italian in front of me you only must and i and i didn't i wasn't really in the position to go Is that a cultural thing or is it because they can't fucking speak English? (laughs) And there's another thing as well with um, Mandarin. I knew a girl in school who would, she was absolutely, she didn't even have an accent of Chinese Mandarin. She was fucking English for all I knew. But her mum and dad could not speak a word of English. So she could only speak in Mandarin to her parents. But in school, she was English and i was like whoa okay yeah, it's like, and that's that's why i thought you know now we're in this kind of conversation for I, oh, I wonder if it's a cultural thing or if it's a you just fucking speak you know you speak it because i tell you to yeah
1: no you know? it's 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 almost like living a double life you know <laughs> you feel like a secret <laughs> agent sometimes
0: <laughs> a cultural oh, I,
1: secret agent you're you're infiltrating another culture they don't even know about yours you're just like hey i'm
0: here I envy you man because I can barely grasp the English language most of the time and when I hear other people I mean I used to travel to Sweden every you know three months and I could you know when I speak to Swedish people and they're speaking English to me or they start speaking Swedish to me, and I go, uh, I don't know what you're saying. They go, Oh, you're English, and they start speaking English. You're like, Wow, don't, <laughs> I feel, don't I feel like a dick now? <laughs> you know, the fact that I've come to your country and you're talking to me in my language because I'm too fucking lazy to learn yours. But
1: but, <laughs> but isn't that isn't that like such a cultural difference where like here in America, if you, if that happens, like if you weren't able to speak, uh, you know, English and you only spoke Swedish then it's like we'll, we'll, we'll learn the language
0: speak yeah.
1: American you know <laughs> we're over there they they accommodate to you and they still try to help you man it's it's wild
0: it, it is man and, and that's what i mean like when i speak to anyone who they're like a lot of the Swedish guys i used to speak to could barely string a sentence together and i would and they would, they would constantly apologize and say oh, i'm very very sorry i'm like don't you dare apologize because, you know, you're fucking, you're changing your dialect for me. You yeah. know, whatever whatever conversation we're having, if you're understanding it, that's all good by me. It's because I'm a lazy fucking English bloke who has that kind of stereotypical white privilege of every other fucker should speak like me. And, you know, when I'm in your country, it doesn't hurt to learn a little bit of something. And I always believe that. And actually, funny enough, Aaron's actually learning Spanish, which he probably knew about if he was on the podcast with him. Did he tell you that? He he he, yeah. he he didn't mention that, but oh. he, he was like,
1: like you know how you were like upfront about the name. He was just like, he got it. He was like, I feel like he was practicing a lot because oh, he yeah. he got it first go, and I was like, yeah, man, you got it. I'm like, you did yeah. it.
0: Yeah, he's been learning Spanish all year. He's been learning That's... Spanish yeah since the beginning of the year in one of the very early episodes of. The podcast. That's wonderful.
1: He, if, he, if I would have known that, I might have thrown in some Spanish and then maybe you would have gotten some more uh, Spanish viewers. Because <laughs> what I found is uh, just by sometimes mentioning that uh, I speak Spanish, I get a lot of people trying to learn English listening to me. Oh, really? Just because they know that I can, if they don't understand something, they can re- get back to me and I can reply to them in Spanish. You know?
0: Yeah, man, I think so something it's, is great. It,
1: it, It's <laughs> wild. Because it's like you you would think a lot of the the, the 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 people that listen to you are like in your region or in your state, but it's it's,
0: it's, it's crazy, it's, man. like yeah. I said, like I said earlier, my my audience it, when I look at my audience figures, I mean, literally, I think fifty four percent are from the UK. Most of my listeners are in the uh, US, Australia, and then we just go out from there. And it's really it's crazy because. You know, now we're on to like hundreds of listeners every episode. I start to think, like, what the fuck? You know, I, I, I'm i happy thinking it was a few people in the UK listening to me, but now that loads of Americans and loads of people are listening, you're like, wow, fucking hell, i got to be more. Because people think I'm being PC a lot of the time, because obviously, Tales from the Animal Kingdom is not uh, as such PC, because we're, you know, the, the idea of the show is that you do your opinion, like, my opinion is my opinion. But I also want to learn about people. You know, I want to learn about every culture and every type of religion, every type of um, everything. And and people think, like, I'm selling myself out because, like, oh, do you really believe in cults? Do you really believe in this? Well, regardless of what I believe in, I want to listen to what they've got to say about it. I don't want to sit there and be like, I think that's bullshit. You know, if, if someone believes in God and they want to tell me and their life is important because of their religion to God, I want to listen to that. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, yeah, because it's not real. Because that's 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 stupid. That's such a narrow-minded way of ending a conversation that could actually stop a conversation, in in you know, straight away. Yeah, Do you know yeah. I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely.
1: There's, a, there's actually a song I really enjoy by Calle Trece. It's a Spanish song. But basically what he says in the song is like, I'd rather the song's called Idiotas, Idiots. And he says, "I'd rather have an idiot who won't stop talking to me all day, and I might get one good idea out of everything they say, than someone that won't talk to me at all because they're scared that uh, I'll judge them or that I'll steal their idea." Yeah, man. You know, and it, it, it's just, you know, I'm I'm always glad to be that idiot. <laughs> I thought you were saying I was the
0: idiot talking to you. No, man, I'm I'm I'm.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> I'll sit there like, oh, what a what a nice guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> call me call me an idiot on my show no
1: man i'm just saying yeah. you know I would, uh, I, i'd rather sit here and spew about games and then you get that one tidbit that you're like oh that might apply to me sometime <laughs> then then not apply to then not even go on to that because you like you told me i don't game i don't do that so you know most people would be like all right i might not bring that up at all but i was like i'll be like have you tried pikmin bloom it'll count your steps
0: and i love it you know. <laughs> And you'll be like, what the fuck is that? And th- and that's it, dude. Like people people th- see podcasts as such a like like um like obviously nerd. What's the fuck's sake? You know, like with with our with my podcast, it's tales from the animal kingdom. The amount of people who come on and think it's about animals is unreal. And they're like, oh, I thought it was about animals. I was like, no, it wasn't. It's not about animals. It was <laughs> about just the world and stuff like that. And like nerd talk plus is obviously it doesn't take a genius to figure out that it's about nerdy stuff. That doesn't mean that I can't have a chat with you about stuff that's not related to nerdy stuff. You know, we can talk about anything. And yeah. I've I've found out through this year by doing this podcast is that like I had drunk mythology girls on. Uh, they're three girls from America, three different places in America, that they all know each other by on the internet, and their whole passion is talking about uh, Thor, uh, Ragnarok, and all this. You know, all that Loki and all the uh, uh, you know stuff like that. and Yeah, but, but, but the MCU? Or, or yeah, like the it, actual yeah, lore? It. Oh, no, 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 the, no, the, the, both of them. They'll do like the MCU and the actual... Okay, uh, I was like... And you know, <laughs> and, and, and I had them on, well, me and Aaron had them on for a, an hour and a half, and we literally didn't talk about mythology or, or anything to do with any kind of gods once, because we were talking about artichoke dip and spinach recipes for stuff and we just spoke about shit and that's what i'm saying just because someone's chosen subject is something it doesn't mean that they, they're they not an expert in something else as well
1: exactly yeah that, dude. But it,
0: it, it's, it's one of those but let me go through these questions too because i'm gonna fucking I, you know i, I, need to, you know, <laughs> I, I keep interrupting just... you know this happens to me
1: every time we have a new guest on because i have like seven questions i always ask them it's oh, like really? do you do you game what system what's your favorite game and then I think my my favorite one's like do you believe in ghosts and that's the one I go on about an hour I was like why don't you believe do you believe come on do you have anything but but no I was get I always get and then I'm like oh shit I better keep going but yeah no let's do these let's do these well
0: there's only two there's only two left and bizarrely you literally just touched the bottom. the two questions I've got left is what's the most what's the most scary experience you've ever had Because obviously, you know, being Mexico traveling over blah, 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 I think they want to know that. But the other one is, do you believe in ghosts, UFOs, cryptids and, you know, basically fourth dimensional beings and things like that? So, yeah, it's up to you, man. Let's go.
1: So I think the, the scariest thing personally to me that happened that I felt like I actually felt scared was I was walking into my aunt's house and... Well, there's two there's 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 two that like gave me that same primal fear Mm. so they're they're short so the one first one i was walking to my aunt's house and this guy pulls up brand new silverado top of the line for whatever year it was um with about three guys my age with aks and he goes hey you're javier son you know because i'm technically a junior they are like how's he and i'm just like he's fine oh and they're like, well, when's he coming down? I'm like, he's not. And like, what is he doing? I'm like, well, someone's got to pay for me to live down here.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> just
1: just witty comments, you know, just trying to keep it light.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. they were
1: like, do you want a ride to your aunt's house? And I was like, fuck. They wanted me uh, to go. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> and they were like very insistent for a little bit. And I was like, no, she's just right right down the road. She's at that stand right there. And they're mm. like, oh, okay, well, you say hi to them and everything and they drove off and and fuck that that was that was scary yeah the other one that i could relate to is when i first got there there was a like i don't know what it's called in english but in spanish is a toque de queda so that that just means there's a time you have to be in in like i think it's like a you know like a shelter in place order basically you have to be at home at a certain time or else they're not responsible for what happens to you Oh, somewhere.
0: right, okay. So, I, like, a, I, like a curfew almost. Yeah, maybe. it was like a curfew, yeah. yeah. Sure,
1: yeah. So, everybody, everybody had to be at home by 7. Wow. After 7, you couldn't look outside, man. You just heard trucks doing well, God knows what, just truck after truck after truck.
0: Really? really? Yeah,
1: and, and you, you follow the rules, because if you don't follow the rules, you get an example made out of, you know? Damn, and, yeah,
0: and yeah. No, sure. And nobody
1: wants that, so... By the end of the time, by the time I left, there was, like, curfew was, like, 11, so it was more relaxed, but it always goes back and forth, and and it's never nice and for anybody in the surrounding towns or anything like that. Yeah. Because it's, like, um, you know, the town I'm from is, like, four hours from Juarez, and it's, like, basically all the mountain routes to get to the border, so right. those are always always being contested, and there was a while where the army actually lived at the ends of the town. And mind you, it's not a long town. It's, like, maybe, like, uh, three mile long. It's just a couple buildings and, like, one road. There's one solid road. Everything else is dirt. <laughs> All the houses are on dirt road. It's, like, a small town. And basically, it's, like, a ghost town because now a lot of the houses are burnt down um, or shot up. And it, it, it's kind of sad, you know?
0: Yeah, man.
1: Oh. Going back to your grandma's house and, you know, she, I, mean, I mean, she's passed but still seeing it, like, rotting apart you no know, nobody can do anything about it because oh, once you get kicked out of town you can't get none of your shit out of there you, you got to get out of it if you come back into this town you're dead you know so that's another thing you don't want to get kicked out you, you it's it's a tough situation to negotiate you know
0: yeah i sure. mean there's
1: really no negotiation you're more like it's yeah <laughs> you, you got to swallow it and um as far as ghosts i do believe in ghosts um and, uh, you know, sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not nice. Yeah. Some though. some of the stuff that happened in Mexico, like I, my dad, when I was young, he bought me these little horses. You would put the feet together and they would like make the, the nying sounds, you know, some horse oh, yeah. sounds. And one night I was, pl- I, I remember this night specifically because I was playing Spore, Sid Meier's Spore. And it was like this game where you're basically God and you're creating these creature and taking them through evolution or whatever. And... Uh, i hear the horses go off and you know my mom would go visit me but most of the time i live by myself so i go up to my mom it's like close to three in the morning well ma the horses are are going off and she's like well what are you a chicken go take the batteries out maybe you know so i go these horses aren't stopping you know so i get the thing i take the battery cap off no batteries oh so I'm like, ah, all right, because, you know, I was planning on I'm th- <laughs> bringing a lot of these things back with me because I had them from my childhood and I hadn't seen them in so long. I'm like, I'm not taking the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Another one, um, when my, my partner, uh, girlfriend, whatever we might need to call her, was pregnant, I think, with our second child. Uh, you know, I live in the basement with my parents. You know, I, live, I have like... It's like a full basement. I have a living room, a kitchen, two bedrooms, a bathroom.
0: Oh, sweet, yeah.
1: You know, so it's like the whole shindig. But I was, I, I had just walked, gotten off work and I was going to go upstairs to do something and she was talking to me and we have a chimney, like, across the room, maybe 10 feet across the room. And we had all these books and all the books just flew and hit the wall across the room.
0: Oh, fuck, that.
1: And I I didn't get scared i got angry and i went downstairs and then i talked to what I, like my, like she she thought i was crazy because was like whatever's down here you need to get the fuck out i'm like i'm cool if you just want to hang out i'm cool if you're gonna move a cup but i'm like you start threatening me and my family i'm gonna go get the water out and you're not welcome here you you leave yeah but- you know because because when you have that kind of energy you can't put up with it and no no and, and recently, um the most recent one was like a couple of days ago, we had like the same thing with like a bunch of lunchables. I was with the kids, and they saw saw'em fly and hit the wall. But I had that same reaction where i wasn't ca- i wasn't scared i just I was like, if you don't come in peace and love, you're not welcome in this home, and you will never be welcomed if you' other than that you're you're welcome, but if you're not if you're gonna be doing bad things, if you have negative intentions, leave
0: yeah,
1: fuck. And the scariest one, one of the scariest one, my my middle child used to have nightmares, really bad like nightmares, you know,
0: mm.
1: to the point where she would be like awake but asleep and screaming and you couldn't touch her and she would try and punch you and she'd go, don't touch me. Okay, so then she gets to talking to my mom and she's like, Satan comes to my bedroom and he touches my cheek every night. What? All right, so then that's <sighs> happening, right? and and that 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 god that shook me to my core because she didn't share that with anyone else but her and you know my mom's not she's not the most religious woman but my aunts are and my mom prays and you know she believes so a couple days later um you know we had this boxer named rocky like a boxer dog and uh and uh you know he would never run away he'd get out the house but he would he'd just come back in. He'd just go sniff around, take a piss in the front yard, whatever, and come back, you know, he was the friendliest dog. And that day he was out of food. So I went to buy food and my mom, um, started like a, a a prayer circle. Right. Yeah. yeah. And when I came back, the dog was gone. Now, mind you, we have ring cameras around the house. So if, if, if he left, we would have seen him through the cameras anyways. No dog on the cameras, no anything, no dog.
0: What?
1: I don't know what that was. And the wildest part that is after that day, she never had those nightmares ever again.
0: What, so the dog just disappeared?
1: Yeah, and, and my mom's belief, you know, because I don't know how it works in the culture, but she says that sometimes the, the animals take this bad spirit. She believes that the dog's purpose to stay here was to be able to take that spirit away from, from Leah.
0: Whoa. And
1: ever since we've never found the dog, never heard of the dog. He never turned up. Never, you know. Was it a pet was it a pet then? Yeah, it was a pet. Wow. You know, my my dad raised it since he was little. Like we got it from my dad as a gift. It was actually my dad's dog. So And and that's probably like the most terrifying experience, but that also like instills in me that you can't give in to the fear. Yeah. That's what it that's what whatever that energy feeds off. Fear, hatred. Um, Angry You know If you're fighting with your spouse Yep It'll feed on that Any any kind of negativity You're not believing in yourself Oh Casey yeah. You know So You've always got to try and protect yourself So yeah I'd, I'd say I believe
0: <laughs> I, I'm exactly the same dude I like, I come from a very uh, I would say I wouldn't say non-religious But like kind of Well I would say non-religious Because that's how it is But like it, it, I, I mean Completely apathetic towards religion we, we, it was never like anything at all but the, the more I speak to people and the more I have my own experiences in the world and in life, the more I think this this ain't this there's something more to it, there's more out there and with dark energy and things like that it's happened too much to me in my life that's out yeah. of coincidence you know sometimes when you have a really shit day and something happens you go oh, okay, whatever but it happens more than that It happens so often or during certain situations, like you say, when you're feeling bad about yourself. And I used to see a lot of shadow people um, when I was younger and when I was going through bad times in my life. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'd wake up in the night and I'd see figures, entities, massive dark, dark presences. And I'd be like, what the fuck is this? And rather than doing anything about it, I'd just go, whatever. I probably had too many beers that night but it, <laughs> yeah it, yeah you know it is it's crazy man but it's something then it,
1: you get stuck in that cycle where you're having
0: too many beers
1: every night you know uh,
0: that's and you don't problem, know why because yeah. you,
1: you you didn't drink before but now you're having too many beers and you don't know why do
0: you know that's the scariest thing man literally exactly what you just said i was i used to drink a lot well, i used to drink a bit and then when things started happening, I mean, I'm much better now because I'm in a better place, but when things started happening, I was like, fuck man, I need to, I need to have a few more beers tonight because I want to sleep. I want to sleep all night. So I'd have a few more beers and then it's a few more beers. Then it's a few more. And it's like, I'm fucking necking these hard, you know, just to get through the night. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if this is a demonic entity or dark spirit, I'm, I'm literally feeding it. I'm literally giving it what it wants. Yeah. You know, nice. a lot of times you don't realize that, and then, and then you get caught up in that cycle of negativity,
1: yep. and then you pull in everyone around you into that cycle, and now you got a little buffet
0: going, you know. Oh, you, do, you know, do you know what, dude? Fucking, literally, that that same that happened to me, probably two years ago. That I was literally doing just what you just said. I was dragging myself down, dragging everyone down with me, until I, I spoke to Shane from. Um, Realm of Unknown Podcasts. About yes, that was a great episode, ago. by the way. Yeah, really.
1: And you guys, you're like, man, I swear I'm not copying your story, man. That was so yeah, funny, man. <laughs> man. I was laughing. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing when I was listening to it. when Because I, I obviously did my research beforehand, and I was like, fuck. Fuck, I've got to talk about that, because that's my experience. And then when I was on the show with him, I was like, I'm not copying your story. I can fucking promise you. And my, <laughs> my, my other half said to me wow I didn't I can't believe you actually said the story about the hat man and all of that sort of stuff because I never I never speak about it and I said it just seems right now because it's it's done you know that was all kind of done and I feel like in a good place to talk about it and it's it's weird because for me I'm not that type of person I'm not the fucking spiritual type at all but I don't know man you know I know lots of people who say they're not the spiritual type and then when you say oh, have you ever done a Ouija board? They're like, no, fuck that. It's like, oh, well, if you're not the spiritual type, why are you bothered? I don't want <laughs> I don't, I to don't fuck around with that. Fuck around Number
1: with... one rule in any <laughs> Hispanic household, don't touch the Ouija board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10
1: commandments of the Hispanics, you know? No, no so, Ouija.
0: So my last question is, well, th- that was the last question, but I've got a question that my other half, she's asleep now because it's half one in the morning. But my other half would love to know, like, um, is it, Oh fuck. It's not oh, I was going to try and say it. Is it Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's the one. Is it the celebration is the celebration of the dead or something? No, or I... it's it I, I think it's like
1: what people like to say it's the the, the independence of Mexico, but it's not. Oh, really? It, it it's actually like um the it's like this big battle that happened. I don't yeah. know much about the battle. I feel very badly educated, but uh, I'm gonna fix it by telling you that Mexican Independence, I believe, is September
0: 16th. I'm not 100% sure, but you know what? What am I thinking of then? I thought it was something. I thought it was. Oh no, 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 no! I've said the wrong date. I've said the wrong fucking word, dude. No, <laughs> no, no. It's. Oh, I'm definitely not gonna pronounce this. Dia de los oh yeah, los
1: muertos. yeah that's like that's like that's like uh hispanic halloween yeah
0: that's the one that's but the it's,
1: one. it's it's more about uh honoring the the dead than trick-or-treating
0: that's the one dude that and that's why that's what i love about because um that's sinking the, sink the marrow. fuck me when i listen to this back i'm gonna go what the fuck did you bring that up you paint you absolute penis that, that's what happens that's what happens when you don't have stuff for it down and you just go fuck it i'll just say that wrong word but oh, oh, fuck.
1: who was that <laughs> news anchor bill o'reilly or someone who's like fuck it we're doing a live
0: yeah
1: i, I, I like to use that quote a lot i'm like fuck it we're doing a live uh, that, that's, that's too amazing. short to try and fix it you know
0: and that's what i mean i'm not gonna edit that out i'm just gonna literally listen to it back and go oh what a penis and then just carry on and laugh about it so yeah because my my other half um decorated the whole of a very well-known biker club um in our country with the day of the dead theme. they had it as their halloween party and yeah. it was it was fantastic man and like it made me kind of look into it and there's a couple of I'm not trying to de- degrade or diminish it at all, but it's like a is there a Disney film or something about it or
1: Oh yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, what is it called?
0: I'm terrible. <laughs>
1: I, I know that and then that song man, there's this song in it called Remember Me and it makes me cry every time. Oh I know Co- this. Coco? Yeah, Coco. Mm. Oh my gosh. Again and it's all about uh they the always honor their dead except one yeah. of them because they were told not to honor him and he can never cross over to visit. Mm. And then um one of the younger kids gets sucked into the realm of the dead and he meets him That's and he so learns bad. that he's that, that the whole story is a lie. Mm. And like he tells them, uh, sing sing this song to my I think it's like his grandmother of the young child and of Coco. And he yeah. says sing remember me to her and you know at this point in the movie this grandma's been catatonic she doesn't she's in a wheelchair she doesn't talk she doesn't do anything and she sings he sings the song and she starts singing it
0: it's like ah, oh, you know that's it yeah dude and and that's where it kind of comes from like nick nick uh nick did all the uh decorations for the clubhouse and uh like everyone loved it. Everyone was like, "What the fuck? This is so fucking cool!" And then uh, one thing led to another, and the film was on Netflix or something like that. And she's like, oh, "You gotta watch it." And I'm yeah. not a film. I'm not a film type guy. I'm like, ooh, whatever, ooh, whatever. And I started watching it. I was like, "Shit, man, that's that's so that's so cool." Uh, the way yeah. you you know you, you celebrate you celebrate the lives of the past of the deceased rather than the the, the sadness that that most of us usually. Deal with you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well you know and, that, and that's what I learned a lot with with Ashanti because I got super depressed man when he passed.
0: Mm.
1: You know and you yeah, know, his, yeah, I was lucky enough to be one of the few people because he didn't want to be buried he got he got cremated and I was given some of the ashes and I had that turned into a Kirby doll with his ashes in it.
0: Oh and right.
1: I, I I I keep that near me not like physically near me but I keep it in the space that I inhabit the most. Yeah, and you know to keep me company and. So it's like I, I'm trying to honor him, and, and at some point that clicked. I'm like, why am I depressed? I'm like, yeah, it's very sad that I don't get to see him anymore. Yeah. But it's also very good that he's not in pain. So yeah, in a man. way, I, in, in in a way, I was like, I'm being selfish because I want him here. But here he was always in pain. He was, you know, he he wasn't miserable because he always tried to be happy. But he wasn't the happiest he could be.
0: Yeah, and, man, and, and, and it, it, death sucks, you know, it does, it does suck when, you know, when, when people close to you pass, it's fucking, it's, it's so crap, man, and, you know, it's, the personal, you know, this, yeah,
1: this was was, this was the guy that I would pick up, like, at 6am on my birthday, and he would help me set up the birthday party, Oh. Fuck. you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. see him every day, but the one time or, or twice a year, I got to see him, oh, mm. You know, because a lot of people also think that being close is always being there, which is always kind of impossible, you know. You can't always be there,
0: but... You don't need to be close physically to be close, you know, as a relationship. exactly. That's that's, that's what I'm trying to
1: get at.
0: Yeah, Yeah, man. And then there's people
1: like, why don't you message me? And I'm like, well, messenger works both ways. Yeah, man. (laughs) Because, I mean, (laughs) I, I have the rule. If you come into my mind at any point i'll either shoot you that day i will shoot you a call or a message yeah if if i can even if it's just high you don't have to sometimes i get replies and that leads into the conversation sometimes i don't get anything yeah but but as long as they know that that thought was there and i feel good i don't know if they feel good at the end of the day about it but i feel good i said hey
0: i try to reach out I you know hey, do you know it's funny you say that because there's a- i, th- I th- i'm the exact same with one of my pals who i lost contact with a long time ago and when he comes into my mind i'll just like i think about a story or something would come up and it'd be dave's name and i'm like oh, not me and i'll go on to messenger and go hey dude i was thinking about this today opal's well excuse me opal's well hope Mrs. is okay and then usually nine times out of ten He'll be like, hey, big fella, how's it going? You know, and we'll have a little bit of a chat about it. But that'll be it. Until the next time he thinks about something and he messages me. But that's fine. Because that's still creating a relationship between us. Yes. A
1: healthy
0: one. Yeah, that's right. you don't want to be codependent.
1: If you're codependent on everybody, you'll never be able to do anything, you know?
0: Oh, no, that's it, dude. I've been been, been around too many people like that in my life. It's like, you know, just, you know, do your own shit. Everyone's doing their own shit. Everyone's busy. Everyone's got stuff to do. Just you know just just do you man yeah basically that's but don't but don't forget about the people who are there for you you yeah and and that's why. do it in turn make
1: make it a two-way street like you were saying earlier about the conversation it has to be a two-way street because you know for example like with with my brother i I gave up on that you know i have a half brother Mm -hmm. i gave up on it yeah because th- there's a point where you say hi every every day and you try to build a relationship and it's clear that they don't want it. But but when there is people like that, like you said, like your friend, like your friend Dave, then that's great. But there's yeah. there's also like limits, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But it's always better to try and see that silver lining. That's my thing. Just just try to um, look for the positive.
0: Without a doubt, there's a there's a guy who I used to run with. Um, who was, you know, and I mean not the best circles ever um uh, you know quite quite bad at the end of the spectrum and we lost contact um just just na- just naturally lost contact and i message him but i would easily message him four or five times to get one response back but these four or five times isn't four or five times in a day these could be spread across four or five months and i would get one response back like yeah i'm doing good nothing else nothing else like how are you yeah. doing? How's this? And it's like, but because of history, I keep going, you know, oh, I can leave it a couple of weeks. and I go, Hey dude, how's it going? hope your daughter's all right. I hope your son's all right. I hope you, hope this is going all right. And then you still wait and you get, yeah, all good. Thanks. And there's only so many times I can go, "Wow, that's enough of my time used on you without nothing back, dude. So that's, that, that's where I'm going to end it. But, so, but, but people see that as a real, some people see that as a real shitty thing as well. Cause they're like, Oh, you don't want to fucking talk no more. It's like, well, you didn't want to talk to me, dude. You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm no, not, I'm, not, I'm not being a little bitch about it. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big boy. I'm grown up. But As Aaron know, would
1: say, I have the the receipts. You know, I'll, I'll print, I'll print you the messenger log.
0: Yeah, that's it. Dude. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's it. It's a two way street, man. It's a two way fucking street. But. Yeah, well, well, to be fair, dude, that is, I've just had a look, and that is the last of the questions. That's everything. We covered we covered everything I needed to. Heck
1: yeah, man. I love it. I love yeah. it. Thank you for having me on.
0: Uh, like, thanks for coming on, dude. It. It's, so, it's so good. I, I can't believe how fucking quick the time has gone. Me uh, neither.
1: But... <laughs> and like, you know, like it makes me feel good because it's like I, I can't believe someone will be willing to stay up this late just to talk to me about some nonsense. So it's wonderful, you know.
0: What 1:44 a.m. on Christmas Eve? There's no I'd yeah, rather be. There is no I'd you know, rather be right now, man. You know, that's just,
1: if, if I don't if I don't get any gifts tonight, you already given me one, my man.
0: Uh-huh. no, man. I, so so you,
1: now 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 you can't say you didn't give nobody nothing.
0: That's it. <laughs> yeah. So if you heard it at the beginning of the fucking podcast, I have given you something. I've given the world something. guys, so fuck you. <laughs> no, man. I really I really appreciate, it, dude. So. Once again, thanks for coming on. And if anyone's got anything they want to shoot, you know, and we want to ch- anything else you want to chat about, let us know. We, we, we might we might have you back on if you're bored. Yeah, or I I love,
1: whenever you want me back on, man. When, if
0: you get another question, Q man. Hey, yeah, man. If you want to come on at fucking silly o'clock in the morning, I'll be happy to talk to you.
1: Hey, same same here, same uh, here. I always appreciate you. I love I love supporting the kingdom. You know, I'm I'm gonna actually like look for the, look at the. I didn't even know you had merch until you guys had that one episode. So you know, I'm looking into like supporting more of the things I listen to. That's my awesome. next step. That's the Sweet. next step for me, you know, because I feel wrong. I don't feel wrong, but I feel weird asking for support. Like I do it, I do it because I feel like we need to. But at the same time, I don't want to see this as a job. And that's another thing that I love, you guys reinforcing, like yeah, you man. and Aaron. You're like, this is, is this your job or is this your hobby? Because my job is being a stonemason.
0: My hobby's yeah, talking shit
1: about video games.
0: <laughs> that's it. So
1: so I don't want to get wore out. That's like, I remember like when I went on the, on the speakeasy, I think we had like four episodes. We haven't released. We still yeah. haven't released them, <laughs> but Hey, we'll get them out when I don't know, but we'll get them out. And we're we're hoping to get them out before the end of the year. But
0: we're, we're busy with life stuff. You can't ignore the life stuff. You know, you, you certainly can't ignore the life stuff too, because that's what makes it. Like you said, I, I work um, in, in in a um, marine and industrial company, but my hobby is podcasting, and that's why it's not a chore, and that's why I love doing it, and that's why I love speaking to people. So, you know, and there's podcasts I've done with people who have and will never see the light of day, because I, I listen back and go, uh, I don't think that's quite right to come out yet no it doesn't it doesn't really gel at the moment because i'm not being funny people who listen to this podcast sorry to rant at the end but you know when people listen to this podcast they'll go oh it's a bit different from the very first episode it's a bit different from this one and like i mean three episodes ago i was talking about suicide and talking about art and stuff and last episode i was talking about witches rubbing ointments on their genitals and you know and then pigs and, like. and
1: cats and
0: yeah <laughs> pigs cats and pervy photographers you know that that is what we're about so you know it's, it's one of the, it's one of them things if you if you it's quite a broad, broad spectrum to fit under but no like i said though, once again thanks for coming on and uh hopefully Thank we'll have you back on soon you. man no worries my man.
1: i love it have a good night Merry right, christmas guys.